Hi there, this is Victor Cook, the executive producer and supervising director of Stretch Armstrong and the Flex Fighters, which you can watch on Netflix. I was also the producer and supervising director of The Spectacular Spider-Man, and I want to wish all the fans of that show a happy 10-year anniversary. You are watching Neil Before Pod. Neil Before Blog presents... Neil Before Pod. Hello and welcome to another fragmented episode of Neil Before Pod, the podcast that has absolutely nothing left to talk about. So, got a few people here willing to talk about nothing. First up, Andrew, thanks for joining me to talk about nothing. Yeah, well, it's what I'm best at. I, I try to stay consistent. And you are certainly consistent. For good or for <coughs> ill, I don't know. Uh, we have nothing to talk about. Chris, hello, welcome to this nothing I have nothing to say to you about me being here. <laughs> Fair play. Aaron, welcome to nothing. Check it And Isaac, welcome to this nothing. Uh, yeah, hello. Well, that's the introductions out of the way. So, um, yeah, so we've had a bit of a fallow month in terms of podcasts. There's no big, of, no big TV show stuff happening. There's no big films that we've seen that we desperately need to spend four hours talking about. So... Here we are, clearing out the junk drawer. We're just going to talk about stuff that's been happening, trailers that have come out, things that we can't spend two hours talking about on its own. So um, we're going to rate them, because why not? And we have an extra rating this time uh, that's mainly for um, the purposes of people that don't know anything about the, the stuff or don't care. So we're going to go kneel before, rise against, as is the trademark. And the third rating will be Sit on the fence. That's when you have like no no opinion whatsoever. Never introduce a neutral rating. It never goes well when you do that. Well, I'm hoping that there'll be opinions about everything that we talk about for at least some people. Um, Burn the fence, man. Burn Chris, the fence. You like, <laughs> Chris, you like doing this, so uh, could you keep a running tally and tell us what the winner is at the end? Uh, what, of Neil's and Rises and stuff? And And fence. And Neil fence. Rise okay. Fence. Yeah. Neil Rise Fence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Rise and the Fence. Yep. So that's that. So we will reveal the winner at the end of the podcast, unless you've been paying attention, in which case you'll know anyway. So we don't know how it's going to turn out, so it's exciting. Right. So what we'll do is we'll start with what we've been watching recently. Um, I suppose we've been watching stuff. Uh, I'm not really going to start on this because I haven't been watching anything that I don't really review because I don't have time for much else. Um, Oh, I've seen a couple of films that I'm hoping we'll come back to. If not, I'll chime in at the end. So, Andrew, do you want to go first? What have you been watching? Uh, well, oh, I've been watching quite quite a lot of things because uh, basically be, uh, because sitting and watching far too much TV is how I spend my life. Because I am that sad and pathetic. And you're unemployed. There, there is that too. Rip it in. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, well, yes, well, I, I, I have to, to have to, to make my, to make myself self feel worthwhile and validated, validated sometime, and yes, and how better to, to do it than by following the adventures of yes, of people who are far more interesting than I will ever even pretend to be. Fair play. <coughs> oh, <laughs> I knew before Andrew having enough time to do this. <laughs> yes. He is our god. We envy this. 
Yes, I, I, I feel the power of your worship surging through me as, as we speak. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So, what have you been watching? One thing I recently, recently, recently started off on, which was a, a, a quite a pleasant surprise, uh, was what uh, was the, uh, t- the TV series of Doom Patrol. Seeing as, seeing as that was uh, was created as as a, as a spin-off of Titans, uh, yeah, but then I really really wasn't expecting expecting very very much of it. Um, as any, as anybody who have who has read the several thousands of of words I I have that I, I've, I've written for, for the site de- detailing its myriad mediocrity. Um, but Doom Patrol, however, is a hell of a lot of of, of good fun. It, it does this just by, just by purely embracing its insanity. By the the second episode, um, the 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 team. The, the team end 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 up falling through this kind of inter, inter, interdimensional portal, uh, which uh, which exists halfway down the throat of a donkey. Well, that's and, that is weird. It is weird. Yeah, yeah, we have, yeah, but yeah, but as as far as the comics were concerned, like it's become because like the Doom Patrol were like were created to just be completely mental. Yeah. And it's it's a good thing that the that the TV series is embracing that, and it's, it's and it certainly looks like it's going to be a hell of a lot more fun than Titans was. Cool. I, I've not seen this yet, um, not the chance. But yeah, quite interested. It's got the second live action pod, uh, cyborg in like space of two years or something, which is yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I uh, and he and he just looks a bit weird because just because the actor playing him is so small. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so I'm going to sit on the fence on this one because I'm not seeing it. Um, Chris, seen it? What I have doing? seen the first episode so far of Doom Patrol. I've not seen the second episode. Um, I liked what there was in the first episode. I'm not too sure what to expect uh, from it going forward, but yeah, yeah, it's it's all right. So I will kneel before. Cool, Aaron. Uh, I'm going to rise against. Um, I've not seen anything of it, but based on Andrew's description and the fact that I quite like Titans and I really have no time at all for Legends of Tomorrow, I can only assume that I'm going to hate it. So I'll just make a prejudicial uh, prejudicial decision right there. Fair one. Uh, Isaac, what do you think? Well, this links into my, which I mentioned to Craig before, but it features, I've got like, like there's two actors that I never know the the difference between. Slightly <laughs> famous. One of them is playing Robo Man or Robot Man or whatever it's called. And it's the guy who was either the guy who's in the Mummy Returns or the other guy who I, who I think is the guy who's in Mummy Returns. So he always, gets Bre- he always gets Brendan Fraser and Nathan Fillion mixed up. Yeah, and also I ne- my mind won't remember the names. Which I can understand. I mean, they are quite similar looking. They're very similar, and for some reason I spent my whole life unable to tell the difference between those two men. <laughs> so this is it's added to my pile of it's like oh there's a trailer featuring that that guy whichever one of those guys it is uh, I've, otherwise TV says I don't really watch much superhero TV but well, I suppose I'm going to bring it up uh, I suppose I'll come up later on if we talk about like the the end of the Netflix verse like and I, I sort of 
I think the reason for that sort of stuff is because there's a lot like they were really dour shows. They're really sort of like sort of everyone was kind of sad. So it's, and that's what kind of this is always kind of what I want. I want like like more sort of fun, happier versions <laughs> where not everything is terrible and not everyone's an alcoholic or something. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna kneel before this just because it looks like kind of goofy and entertaining, which is my preference when it comes to superhero stuff. Cool. Um, that's cool. Uh, Andrew, do you have anything else? I think we should sort of restrict it to two, otherwise we'll be here all night. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've actually got, I've got a list of like two dozen things. Um, I'll, I'll let them mention uh, just because it, just because it, it, it's one that. Uh, some people uh, might might not be might, might, might not be aware of, and and there may not be some overlap. Is is um a is a a Colombian series called Siempre uh, Bruja. Uh, that was probably a terrible pronunciation. Um, and this is about a seventeenth-century witch um, who is who at, who at the moment of her execution on an inquisitor's pyre. She is thrust thrust forward in time to to, to the modern day, yes, and 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 ends up having having um, having to having to having to locate uh, any um, any any witches who are still around, and all all of, all of whom there uh, seem to be in da- in danger of, uh, from this uh, from like a modern like, like a, a modern day witch hunter, uh, and yes, and and uh, and a ser- a ser- serial serial killer who. Who has uh, left, left left a trail of incinerated corpses across the city? I've, I've watched uh, f- uh, three or four episodes of it so far, and yeah, and and and, uh, and I've been quite, I've been, I've been quite enjoying it. Um, yeah, just because just, just it's 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 something a, a, li- a little a little bit different, uh, like I just just in, t- in terms of in terms of like the setting and culture that's that's presented and. Um, and it'll probably be the next thing to sort of binge my way through. Cool. Um, I'll go. It actually sounds pretty cool. Um, so I'll kneel before it just because it sounds cool. I've no idea what this is, but I'll. I guess I'll look it up when I put it in the show notes. So um, yeah, I'll kneel before it. Sounds all right. Chris. Uh, it sounds really good, but I know absolutely nothing about it, so I'm going to have to go for the neutral. <laughs> the fence. I'm He's sitting on the, on the fence. fence. I'm in the neutral zone. Fence zone. The neutral thing. zone fence thing. Yeah. Middle of the seesaw. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron. Um, I'm going to have to go against my previous protestations against the fence <laughs> and use it. I think just because the the content is is never necessarily as interesting to me as as the presentation how they do it. So so I'll I might have a look, but I'll reserve judgment till I've come across that. Cool, Isaac. Uh, I'm going to be on the fence just because I know I'll I'll never look into this. I'll, find, I'll probably forget about it tomorrow. Be one of those sort of things like, oh, it sounds good, and then that's as much input as I'll, it'll get from me. <laughs> Fair one. So, Chris, what have you been watching? Um, I've been watching a few different bits and pieces. Um, I people that have listened to the podcast might have heard me. Uh, I think I knelt before the trailer for Night Flyers. Or Nightflyer a, a few weeks ago, or maybe a month ago now. Thinking about it, um, I watched that on Netflix. I didn't enjoy it. I I, I thought it was stinking, to be honest. Effects and stuff were pretty good, but there weren't any characters that I really enjoyed through it. That being said, I did complete it and didn't ditch it. So you know, 
I, I may have been taken by it slightly for some bits, just intrigue mainly. But uh, but yeah, uh, was was not a fan. <laughs> was not a fan of it. Has anyone else watched it? I did, and I have to admit, I found it got a bit boring at times. It was. It seemed to start out with an interesting premise and then just slowly bring in the tropes and the inconsistencies mm. to back it up. And I thought, I'm, I've lost interest, I'm afraid. So that'll be a rise from both of you then? Yeah. Could yeah, be films. I wonder, I, 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 I am exactly the same with it. I, yeah, 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 I, thought, I thought the trailer looked quite good, sat down and watched it, and I was just so bored throughout the entire thing. I just couldn't wait for it to end so I could just forget all about it. Well it seems the at least Netflix agree with you because they've killed it already. It's gone. It's not coming back. It's I saw canceled. that, yes. Yeah. Um, which means I won't don't have to watch it. So hey. I'm gonna rise against it because I've heard it is crap. And uh, you know, uh, I hate this but I've never watched it. It's always a valid criticism of a TV show. <laughs> so <laughs> in this case I'm not saying that I hate it, I'm just saying that I'm never gonna watch it, so therefore rise against. Uh, Isaac, yeah, thoughts? I'm not defending. I'm, not, I'm, I'm particularly the cool kids. I'm not going to defend this. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but everyone seems to hate it. So I'm, if that's what that's Isaac what just wants to be, uh, he just wants to be included. It's I'll be accepted. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, I'll jump off this cliff if you do it. Yeah, uh, cool. Uh, what's your second thing, Chris? Uh, the other thing that I've been watching quite a bit has been Star Trek Discovery. I've been watching that every week. Uh, I know we've covered it a little bit, and I know it's one of the things that you've been covering on the website, Craig, but um, I have been enjoying the second season a lot, if possibly more than season one, uh, to some aspects of it. it's It's been really enjoyable to watch, and... It's it's sort of one of those ones that I can't wait until Friday when it pops up on Netflix so I can watch it. Cool. Yeah, I'll kneel before that as well. I love Discovery Season 2. It's been renewed for Season 3. Yay. So those people claiming it was going to get cancelled, where were you pulling this information from? Uh, your own fantasy brain, I guess. Um, yeah, love it. Love Star Trek. Love that we get more of it. Couldn't love it anymore. Yeah. Andrew, what about you? Yes, I am kneeling before this as well. Um, yeah, I yeah I I enjoyed the first series of, of Discovery. Um, yeah, 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 but it wasn't it wasn't anything that I was I was ever like in in, in any huge rush to watch. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but but for this for for the second season um second season um I'm really I'm really enjoying it so much more. Um, yeah, 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 because yeah, it's, it's actually it's actually. It's it's now become something that, that I'm I'm, ta- I'm taking note of of exactly what, when it, when it is there, so I can watch it as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. It's um, it's finding its feet. Second season. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, what's your thoughts on Discovery? Uh, I think I need to actually watch it to make a proper decision. So I'll have to go with the fence. It's yeah, one of those ones where the first game. season wasn't. It, the first season didn't. Hit, uh, hit me well enough. I didn't really get enough out of it that I'm totally excited by the second season with so much to watch. It's just, it's just fallen off the bottom of my list. So it's there, ready to be watched, but fence for now. Cool, Isaac. Uh, I like Star Trek Incident, so I'm not allowed an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're allowed an opinion. It just doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. So yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I say. It'll be wrong. <laughs> 
So where are you going to be sitting? Uh, kneeling, rising? Where, 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 are you, where are you taking your wrong opinion? <laughs> <laughs> Which wrong hill am I going to die on? <laughs> um, I have no opinion. I have no opinion. Fence then. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, Aaron, what have you been watching? Two things. Two things. My top one will be Final Space, I think. Um, what is Final Space? Nobody knows what Final Space is. Oh, so well, Final I don't. So. You don't. Okay. <laughs> um, do. Final Space is um, adult animation. It's on Netflix. It's it is a comedy. It's in the little short half an hour slots. Yes, I I, I haven't actually looked into it, which I should have done to I, I, to know whether it was actually based on a comic or not. But it's one of those ones where you 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 get that impression that it definitely was. Um, it's yeah, it's a it's a space adventure and it's 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 quite over the top, but it's a it's a good comedy. It's one of those things where I actually laughed throughout, and um, I think because I hate fun so much, that's really difficult to get me to do. So, <laughs> so it stands out for me. It managed uh, to make Aaron laugh. So uh, cannot- bonus points for the um, final space reference I've already made on this podcast as well. So so niche that nobody got it. There you go. Uh, That's one for the audience. Maybe they'll get it. Maybe. Uh, I'm going to have to kneel before that because anything that makes Aaron laugh has got to be worth checking out. (laughs) So I will do that at some point. Um, I have watched a couple of episodes on Netflix. I've really enjoyed it. It's been one of those things that I've kind of been going back and forward to every once in a while. I've not sort of binged it and watched the whole thing. I just sort of catch up little little half-hour bits and then go back to it again. So I'm also going to kneel before it. I, if I could, I would kneel before it twice, just because it's made Aaron laugh. <laughs> what do you think, Andrew? You know yes, what this is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, yes. I'm, I'm also kneeling before this. Um, yeah, I've, I've watched, I've watched the, 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 the whole series of it. Um, yeah, and 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 I, if, if I'm honest, I, had, I didn't hugely enjoy it when it, when, it first, when it first started. Yeah, and and I, I was watching it with Jana, and if. And if she if she if she hadn't like absolutely loved it like so quickly, then I might not have carried carried on with it. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but but with each passing episode, like it, I, I just I found myself I found myself liking it more and more. But um, by by the end of the series, like it's become something just utterly spectacular. Yeah, so, yeah, and and also just as a note uh, with uh, regards to to its origins, um, it 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 was it wasn't uh, based on a comic. There was um a a very brief pilot pilot uh, pilot episode. Um, which was about about seven minutes long, and which is on YouTube somewhere. Cool. Um, Jana being his wife for people that don't know, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the audience just knows us all. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Isaac, what do you think of this? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'll kneel before it. Well, that's a unanimous. Even though most unanimous. of us, well, two of us haven't seen it. Most of us have seen it. Yeah. Uh, okay, Aaron, what's your second thing? Difficult second one to pick, but I'm going to go with Umbrella Academy, I think. Do, do people know that one? I know of it. I haven't seen it yet. There's a theme going on here. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> it's. I mean, somebody with comic book knowledge will have to tell me whether this one also finds, or sorry, this one does actually find its origin in, in comic book. Um, but I'll... I'll, I'll sidestep that and just say why I like it. It's kind of I'm getting a, I'm getting a vibe from it that makes me think Legion Light. Whether that's intentional or not from the original source material, I can't tell you. But uh, it's 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 slightly wacky. There's a 
a narrator at the start of the episode, and most importantly, two dance numbers. So I am completely <laughs> on board. And there's, there's, there's no way I can't like this series now based purely on that. I'm hoping for one more dance number, if I'm honest. But to be, I'm, I'm satisfied enough as it is. It's been renewed for a second season, I believe, as of today. Good. Today, as in when we record this, not today when you listen to it. But um, So, yeah, so it seems that everyone's kind of loving it. Um, I'll kneel before it because I want to watch it. I just need to find the time to just sit down and watch it. Because I feel like if, if I watch one episode, I want to watch another one. Well, hopefully that's the that's what I want out of it. But um, so I just kind of need to slot in some time for for watching it. But hopefully, before the conversation moves on too much. Um, Andrew, have you been watching it? Do you know? I I, ha- I have yes. I'm um, about six episodes in, into it now, and and I'm I'm absolutely loving it. I it's, I, I was I was aware this it was based on a comic though though I I haven't actually read it so I. Though I, I, couldn't, I couldn't speak as to how closely it, it follows, follows the source material, but either, but either way, um, it's a great adaptation and one that seems like it, it, it has a lot of potential to carry on for quite some time. There are a subset of like viewers or just people in general, I think, who thought it was a Resident Evil series when it first aired, <laughs> when it first appeared, because Umbrella is the the evil corporation in Resident Evil, so. Um, when they brought out the Umbrella Academy, people were like, "Oh, they announced the Resident Evil series like a week ago. That's weird. It's already here." But it's it's nothing to do with Resident Evil. I have been assured. Yeah, the I was I was only I was only watch that though. Well, you may get to. Um, who knows? Uh, Chris, have you been watching it? I have. I am almost finished. Actually, it's one that I kind of I started watching and I've binged most of my way through. Um, the soundtrack in this, uh, the tracks that they have picked are absolutely brilliant. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm kneeling before it. Cool, Isaac. Uh, yeah, I've got a lot of like on a few friends tell me that this is the sort of thing I should be watching, so I'll kneel before it. Huh, unanimous. Who'd have thought? A two for two. Well done, Aaron. Nice. <laughs> If, if it was a competition, you might be in the lead. Who knows? I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, okay, Isaac, what have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think I'm finally up to, well, to series 13, which is the, the, the current, well, I've just started the, the current series. Uh, and it's it's still like the funniest thing on Netflix. It's still full of like just the worst, most horrible characters imaginable. And it's, it's just the funniest, yeah. It's, comedy hasn't been, I don't know, it's, American comedy is never this mean and they've cut up and it's it's incredibly fun to watch so that's been my that's my first sort of what I've been what I've been watching uh, I'll sit on the fence with this one I haven't seen it um, there's quite a lot of it so it could be a 20 minute thing that I've put into my life at some point but I haven't seen it so uh, Andrew yeah, I'm. I'm the same. I'm also going to set the fence because I've I've never watched it. Apparently, because because uh, from, from from what I've read about it, like it um it it does it does it does like featured characters who are apparently so terrifically despicable, and yeah, and um struggling to to I would I would struggle to to imagine that actually enjoying watching them. Yeah, fair enough, Chris. Uh, I am also going to have to sit on the fence because I've never seen it, though I have been told it's something that I should watch at some point. It's one of those things that's on a, a never-growing list of you should check this out when you get the chance. Yeah, 
uh, Aaron? I I am going to take offence on this, but just because I... He's going to sit I, on the fence. He's not taking offence, I hope. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I'm I'll offended think by it. your choice, Isaac. Oh, you, can't, you can't steal the fence. We're all sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run with the fence. Um, it, I, I watched the first episode, and I felt like I should like it, but I didn't actually laugh. So... Um, to form a proper opinion, I might need a, a couple more episodes. But if it if it didn't grab me after that, it, I don't believe in doing my homework. So it's it's kind of teetering. It's teetering on the edge of the fence for me. Fair enough. Sorry, Isaac. We all torpedoed no your problem. thing by just having no opinion. Uh, what's your second thing? It's the thing. Well, you've been forcing me to watch. Uh, Resident, the Resident Evil movies <laughs> because I've been, forcing, I've been forcing Craig to watch the Fast and Furious movies and the, the, the Resident Evil movies are I can I've, I came to my conclusion this is the worst film franchise that's ever been made and it is it's unbearably boring I've no idea how there's like six of them as well and, it's, and I've no idea what's going like, each one of them is like they wanted to make a different film, but they had to. There's just I like the umbrella branding. Well, the only thing I like about these films is umbrella are really good at getting umbrella logos on everything, umbrella shaped tables. <laughs> but I've no idea how this that franchise is going. So yeah, I can't. Am I allowed to rise against my own things I'm viewing? Yeah, well, yeah, it's uh, it's not watching things that you like. It's yeah, you're watching. being forced to watch things otherwise I have to move out <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah yeah, um, yeah um, the, the Resident Evil films do not hold up on a second viewing it has to be, well I don't know how many times I've actually watched them but I, I used to think they were kind of a guilty pleasure but now this time I'm watching them I'm like I don't know, there, there is long stretches of bugger all happening and then there's over the top action and then more bugger all happening uh, with the main character who's blatantly a Mary Sue but uh, I'm not getting along with the Fast and Furious franchise any better really um, the only one I kind of liked is what was the last one we watched? Six? Oh, Fast Six <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was the best one I guess but like, it's the best of I mean, the, the, fir- the first one's incomprehensible garbage I remember I haven't I hadn't watched them until now because I thought the first one was terrible, and I think watching it a second time it was even worse. Um, and I don't know. So that's that's a bit of a twofer there. But I'm gonna. I, I, what the hell? I'm gonna kneel before um, Resident Evil because I like those films to some degree. I'm gonna rise against Fast and Furious because watching them hasn't convinced me. So uh, yeah. Andrew, what do you think? Probably overall going to kneel before Resident Evil. Yes, <laughs> um, it's because like I I I enjoy them just just because they because they 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 don't they don't require any any kind of concentration or intellect to actually follow. They can just be just like sit and enjoy them for what they are. I I have the fir- the first the first two of them like on 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 DVD and and the, and I have rewatched them a few times and and still and still enjoyed them. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, and incidentally, I, I am actually of the opinion that, that the first Resident Evil is is actually one of one of the better video game movies. Though, though, though I do, though I do, though I do appreciate that that's not saying much. Yeah, it's um, not really a high bar. Yeah, and I've seen like all all the all the other ones once. Though the events of them have have all kind of like blurred together in my brain. So. Yeah, so, so I can remember like if I remember like, like specific scenes and, like, and and events and, and characters and things like that, but 
That's but, exactly what happened to me. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, I couldn't specify which film they actually happened in. It's also the fact that each of them have a, like, a title, so you don't know which one comes in which order. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah and, and which is also why, why for, quite, for quite a while, I could never remember how many of them there actually were. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, it's crazy. Chris, what do you think of these two? Oh, Andrew, you haven't talked about Fast and Furious. What do you think of Fast oh, and Furious? Oh, the deal thing. Um, oh, uh, Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Going to. Going to. the fence there. Actually, uh, just because. Like just because. Like the fence on 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 average. Uh, because. Because uh, the 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 first few installments of Fast and Furious in are. I mean, in my are are just are just are just like really 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 stupid kind of petrolhead action films. Um. Yeah, things like yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but 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 then like and then at, at the point at the point that the that they introduced that they introduced they introduced Dwayne Johnson, like was also was also also the point that stupid petrolhead action movies should actually be fun, and and then from that point actually actually made made a made a conscious effort like to like like to like to 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 just to just go just just go with it and. And em- embrace the crazy. Yeah, yes, and with each successive instalment be- being more ridiculous and overblown than the last. Yes, and because of that, they've uh, they've actually become something of a guilty pleasure. Fair enough, Chris. What do you think of these two franchises that are weirdly connected, despite not being connected, because of the fact that me and Isaac are just watching them? <laughs> um, yeah, for me. I'm gonna rise against both. <laughs> um. I Resident Evil is one of these things that do you know what I've got to be honest I watch when it's on but I know I'm not a massive fan of it and Fast and Furious I've just never managed to get into I don't uh, I don't understand why it's taken off although I think I need to maybe pay it more attention I've only watched a couple of the movies and gave up where maybe I need to stay the course because other people say that it, it gets better, so maybe I need to give it another go. Love it when it's like that. Yeah, the, the first four are crap. Don't worry. Yeah, don't don't worry. There's an absolute blast coming up. Yeah, it's uh, the um, it's the fantastic beast problem, isn't it? Don't worry. <laughs> film five. Wait till you see film five. <laughs> it's like, but oh, I have to watch four nonsense. I have to watch four crap films before I get this fifth one that might be great. Yeah. Um, Cool. Uh, rising against both, fine. Uh, Aaron, thoughts on either of these uh, things? Yeah, both of them rise against. Moving on. <laughs> Fair mm-hmm. um, so we've done this. Yeah, none of my stuff came up. So interesting. So I'm just going to pick a couple of things at random. Uh, first one I'm going to pick is a massive Neil before is How to Train Your Dragon Three. It has a subtitle that I can't remember at the moment. The Hidden, the hidden World. world. Yeah. This time uh, it's serious. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon Three. We're still training. Um, I think the How to Train Your Dragon franchise can be added to the list of great trilogies up there with like Back to the Future, Star Wars, etc. Uh, because every each of the installments brings something new to the to the mix. It's not the same thing over and over again. They ask big questions about you know growing up, uh, companionship, friendship, all this kind of stuff. Um, each of the films is distinct, is different, beautifully crafted, and I thought the third one was an absolute blast. And if that truly is the end of the franchise, then fair play, well done, DreamWorks. Uh, I haven't seen any of the sort of Netflix side shows, but I don't think they're for me, probably. 
Uh, I think they're more to keep your kids entertained while you try to do your ironing or something. Uh, I don't know, I haven't seen them. So, yeah, massive Neil before How to Train Your Dragon 3. Andrew, seen it? I, I have, yes, and I'm also uh, kneeling before it. I, yeah, I, 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 I thought I, I, almost, almost every, everything, everything about about the film was was absolutely spectacular and and done done brilliantly. Yeah, 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 and, and I agree, I agree with with, with what you said about about uh, about the themes that it was uh, that I was, I was talking about. The only thing that I have, have any, any, kind of, any kind of issue issue with um, is is the um, is is the villain. His, who, who, I just, I just, I, I thought, I thought, I, who, I, I thought, I thought was, was a bit weak. Yeah, um, F. Murray Abraham did a Star Trek Insurrection and sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, he's just there, but not really needed, bizarrely. And when, when, when they, when, they, when it comes to like to, like to the typical kind, kinds of kinds of traits the 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 villains have, um, in in I. And, and I, I get re- I get really bored by um, by by villains um, who who lo- who love the sound of the sound of their own voice, um, and and who and who who are who are completely who are completely una- completely unable to to operate against against the heroes without without any any kind of backup. And I am especially irritated by villains and. Anyone in general, actually, who 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 talks in any any, any kind of patronising condescension, yeah, 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 so yeah, so pretty much everything about the guy like seem like seem seem to seem to be just practically designed to annoy me. Aside from him, the film is spectacular. Yeah. So, Chris, have you seen it? I have not seen the most recent one, but I will kneel before it overall because I think you're right. The two films that I've seen have been great. Um, I think they've done really well with it. So, yep. Cool. Aaron? Uh, so, I've, I've actually not seen them, so I'm afraid I might have to sit on the fence just because you're selling them so well, I feel like I do need to watch the whole three, but I've, uh, I've not actually seen any yet, I'm afraid. Yeah. Well, something for you to, to look forward to. Uh, the first one's on Netflix, I think. I don't know Good. about the others. But, uh, Isaac, what do you think? Oh, uh, yeah, I love these movies. Uh, they're really fantastic. So, I'm going to deal with as well. Cool. Uh, that's super uh, great. Yeah, that's that. Almost unanimous. Uh, my second one will probably not be something that anyone else has actually seen, but I don't know, I have to mention it. I kind of rose against it a little bit on a previous podcast, but it's the uh, the Roswell reboot. Um, and I'm not really rising against it, but I'm kind of rising against it because it's called Roswell, New Mexico, and it is the most CW show I have seen in a long time. It's utterly ridiculous. You've got um, the mixed race character, you've got the gay character, you've got a love triangle, you've got a mystery keeping the central couple apart, you've got all this nonsense that occurs on a weekly basis. There was an episode where they were trying to get to the bottom of the, the lead character's sister's death, and they were following clues that were songs that were on a mixed CD that she made before she died. <laughs> and it led them to these areas that she liked to hang out. And uh, that, that was your episode. And uh, I was, I don't know. What, I mean, I've seen enough CW stuff to, wa- to watch these things and think, yeah, okay. I don't know. Someone thinks that people live like this. I don't know who. Um, but it's, it's, it's quite something. And um I can't find. I can't stop myself from watching it. I've actually been making an appointment viewing every week. It's sort of on a Thursday morning, 
Um, I don't I don't have anything to review on a Thursday, um, even though it's sort of airs on a Tuesday to watch on a Wednesday kind of thing. Uh, I watch it on a Thursday morning before work, and it's that kind of what what nonsense is it up to this week? And it's I suppose it's comforting in that way, but it's crap. It really is crap. So so there we go. Are are you rising against the crap, or are you embracing it? <laughs> a bit of both. I mean, I, I can't. Are you on the, fa- are you on the fence? <laughs> no, I'm not on the fence. It's crap, but it's kind of entertaining crap. And is that isn't that the real truth? Where do I put you on the tally chart? Give me an answer, man. I'm I'm calling it rise, <laughs> rise, an <okay>. optimistic rise. <laughs> uh, Andrew, do you have any thoughts? I I don't actually. Um, <laughs> um yeah. Well, I I haven't I haven't been watching this. I uh, just a bit because I I never watched the the original Roswell like in the late nineties or whenever it was. The show's um, not for people that watch the original Roswell. Fair enough. Um, because I I never watched the, the original one, then then the the idea of a reboot of it just uh, did, didn't really appeal to me. Yeah, you know, it's like it's the, it's the same reason why I've why why I've not been looking into like the new version of Charm that's that just recently recently come out. Um, I mean that's a different conversation, but I won't talk yeah. about that this time. <clears throat> Uh, I'll rise against that some other time. Although going going by that brief description of just how utterly stupid it, it, it sounds, then it might actually be some kind of daft fun. It's almost a few beers and it's amazing sort of watch, yeah. you know. But uh, I'm not drinking beer before work on a Thursday morning, in case yeah. anyone is listening. Yeah, it might be something like to to watch um, after after I've after um, after after I've, after I've uh, t- 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 take, taken some of my some of my prescription painkillers that leave me completely completely stoned. Yeah, good plan. It'll be, honestly, you'll think it's Shakespeare at that. Point. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris, what do you think? Uh, for the fact that they're saying Rosewell wrong, I am rising against. Okay, uh, Aaron. I feel like, based on your description alone, I'm forced to rise again. <laughs> and Isaac? Uh, I'm just going to have uh, no opinion on this. The fence. It's, it's cool. just a thing. It's a yeah. thing. And, cool. Andrew, what were you on this again, sorry? Oh, oh sorry, I, I was fence-sitting. Fence-sitting, all right. There we go. <laughs> uh, just, for the, just for record-keeping purposes. But for, for the tally chart. Yeah, that's it. Uh, all right, so that's great. We have gotten through some things we've been watching. So next up, I think we should just have a quick mention about the Oscars. I don't think there's an in-depth discussion to be had here, unless people absolutely love slash hate awards. I'm sort of indifferent to awards. I don't really bother about them. But I think that uh, the fact that Black Panther won a bunch of them but didn't get Best Picture because... I'm, I'm not saying Green Book is the best film of the year, but it, I can understand why it would be a kind of safe academic choice. Um, I think it's good that Black Panther won some stuff, got some recognition... Spider-Verse, by far the best animated film. Although yes, its competition yes it was. wasn't huge. You know, it was one of those, if it didn't win, then what? Like, what was going to win instead? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of other animated stuff that, that could have won it. But um, Wreck-It Ralph 2, well, good. You know, it's not doing anything like what Spider-Verse was doing. So, yeah. Uh, I just thought we should cheer up, cheer the... The nerd stuff getting the big the big awards. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Anyone got anything to add on that? Uh, or any other Oscar stuff they want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't I don't think like Black Panther would have won Best Picture just because it wasn't the best. It was fine. But it was like 
It's just kind of like a phase one Marvel movie. It's like, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of, you know, the plots are pretty much kind of the same, aren't they? It's just, he's got a nice suit and he's, he's good at stuff and then he fights somebody and that's it. <laughs> I think Black Panther was good for its thematic stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's why it won, like, it deserves to win the awards where it looked nice because it's definitely, like, like the costumes are full wonderful and lovely. But, like, I'll put it best picture. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Anyone else? I thought it was uh, it was difficult to kind of get excited about the Oscars this year. Not that I'm normally sort of majorly buzzing ahead of it, but yeah, it kind of seemed that a lot of the awards were sort of signed, sealed, and delivered before before the ceremony started this year. At least they got rid of the best popular film award. Yeah, they've they've made so many howlers in the run up to the the Oscars this year. I'm surprised they ran it at all and didn't just run it all in an ad break. Yeah, <laughs> just the, the everyone's a winner award. Yeah. <laughs> In the we're giving this out because we don't know what we're supposed to do for to please you anymore award. Yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> we hand out this. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, I think we should um, move on then, unless someone's going to chime in. Uh, Aaron, Andrew, anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, mean, I, 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 I thought like it, it was it was all all uh, all fairly standard and and yeah and and un, un, uneventful. Yeah, I'm I think, just glad a star is born didn't get best picture. That's trash. The only kind of thing I really, really picked up on was, um, was, was just how much it seemed that people were going out, going out of the way to to avoid acknowledging the existence of Brian Singer. <laughs> yeah, which I'm, which I think, which I'm guessing we're not going to go into. Although I mean, there is, a, yeah, let's not. Um, there is a precedent that has been set now that Netflix films are getting awards, so that's interesting. Yes, actually. Yeah, um, because it has to move on. They were kind of stuck between a, a rock and a hard place. It's almost like the. Oh, do we give it to the Netflix film, which means that the art of cinema might die, or do we give it to the superhero film, which means that it's all about how much money a film can make? And it's like, nah, we'll just give it to the safe one about uh, Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali chatting for a couple hours in a car. So you know, that's fine. It's safe. It's about, uh, it, you know, it's a biopic. It's a, it's it's racially motivated. This will do. <laughs> yeah, um, that's about the biggest commentary I've got on the Oscars. Aaron, do you have anything to say about them? I've got nothing useful to say about the Oscars, I feel. Cool, let's move on. Okay, so movie trailers. We'll start with some of them. Um, There have been a bunch of them. Normally we would rise against or kneel before them as we were going on um, on our travels, but we haven't been on travels, so here we go. So the first one I'm going to bring up is Aladdin. And uh, the the first sighting of a blue Will Smith. Hmm. I'm with everyone else on this one. I think Will Smith looks dumb uh, as blue. I don't think he has... Considering the the aim here seems to be let's replicate the animated version of a film but in live action form, casting him and hoping that he'll be as good as Robin Williams is stupid. Uh, I don't think he'll be in any way anywhere near that. And I don't think he's going to be blue for very long. I get the impression they've chucked that in for fan service. And then he'll be Will Smith for the rest of the film. So he'll be blue like for five minutes or something like that and then he'll change back. Um, it's kind of boring just that the genie's a guy that could have done some really bombastic design. And maybe cast The Rock. Because, you know, he would have been... I think he would have been a more fun choice. Because The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? 
But doesn't this bring up the, the uh, people have been focusing on him being blue? I mean, Disney is recreating their films. That is what they're doing. Yeah. And I mean, all the other films that have gone live action, they've not really made great efforts to make them a different film. In fact, do they not want to make them the same? So surely it's well, more interesting. Plot, to s- which it didn't really have before. Fair, fair enough. Um, but I think even despite that, isn't isn't it going to be more interesting to see what type of genie Will Smith's going to be? I mean, he can't copy Robin Williams for the simple fact that he is not Robin Williams. There is nobody that's going to be able to do that. So he's going to have to be some form of Will Smith. Now, is he going to be sort of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, or is he going to... Or pick any of his other characters. I'm not trying to challenge his range, but it, I mean, <laughs> what? I don't know if I'm meant to get that laugh or not, but it did. So moving on, he. It, but isn't that going to be the most interesting thing here? Um, all the focus on him being blue. I just don't have any time for it because it's it's just it's just such a nothing thing to be upset about. Yeah, well, I'm not really I'll, upset. I'll, I just think he looks stupid. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what I was gonna mention. There. Yeah, because I think like, yeah, yeah, because 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 I don't think it, like it's it's the it's the thing that he is blue that people are focusing on. It's it's just like it just looks really really daft. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah, and and I think and I think it might have have something with with what you mentioned about about him not being blue all the time. Because I remember like in in the the for the the for the first still that like that that was uh, that that was released. There was at least for the film. Um, he 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 wasn't he wasn't blue he wasn't blue in that. The Entertainment um, Weekly cover that made it look like a panel. That's the one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, I'm interested to see it. Jafar looks worse though. The that line delivery of "Bring me the lamp." It's like he's reading it on a rock that's slightly off screen. <laughs> Surely the weirdest thing about the Jafar choice is it's not Navid Negaban who, after us watching. Legion, we're all just thinking, yeah, he's going to yeah. be evil for the rest but of J- time. Jafar yeah. is one of the most deliciously evil Disney villains, hmm. and they've cast some guy that can't be arsed, it seems. Uh, maybe it's just a bad line reading for the trailer, but, oh God. You know, can you imagine an unmemorable Jafar in your Aladdin remake? Yeah, it will just, be weird if the Sultan does manage to outstage Jafar. That, w- that will be wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm kind of against a lot of these remakes anyway because it doesn't seem that what they've done has been that great. They're just sort of going back through and doing a bit of a cash grab on it all. Yeah. Um, and it seems that ones that would probably be better suited to modern day tech and live action, they're not doing, and they're focusing on, you know, the classics instead that don't really need it. Um, so yeah I'm kind of rising against it Blue Genie and all like you say chances are he's not going to be blue through the whole thing because you know imagine having to pay Will Smith to sit in that makeup truck for that long every day can you imagine it's not makeup though they've just colour graded him using CGI haven't they probably he'll be be standing there in a a green onesie it'll be like you know I'm imagining the sort of MS paint uh, slider (laughs) you know they've just like they've just dragged the blue to the top you know (laughs) Because um, that's how they do CGI, right? In MS Paint. I, I believe. I believe so. It's no. how we do it at Neil Before Blog. <laughs> no, no, no. I use PowerPoint now. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's real professional stuff. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm rising against. Andrew, are you rising against? I am, yeah. Aaron, yeah. what are you doing? I'm gonna have to stay. I'm gonna have to stay on the fence because I appreciate what everybody's saying, but I think I, w- I want to give it a chance. It's 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 quite noticeable as well that they've gone with culturally appropriate casting. It it, it feels like it's almost a potential correction, and let's actually. Uh, see what this could have been um, I, I don't know where it's going to go I, wa- I think Will Smith can be good and I want to be able to see what they I want him to. I want to see him bring a new genie that wasn't just uh, we've lost Robin Williams, let's get Homer Simpson to do it because that was just naff so <laughs> if, if, if he can actually if he can actually get some proper Will Smith in there I think it, it can go somewhere so I'll stay on the fence for Possible hidden potential, definitely not realised. Isaac, what do you think? Um, yeah, I don't really care too much about these. It's like I don't think. I think yeah, maybe it's a little bit of a reaction to oh, Will Smith's blue looks a bit weird when we've had you know pretty you know pretty terrible looking CGI stuff before, so it's not that new really. <laughs> um. And yeah, these live action ones I've seen a, like I've seen a couple of them they're very very boring, so uh yeah, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be watching it, so I'm gonna leave I'll be on the fence for this one. Alright, cool. So the next one we'll talk about is The Lion King, because why not? We'll keep on this Disney theme for now. Uh the live action in inverted commas, live Lion King movie. Um it's it's equally as animated as the old one. Just different style of animation. As far as I'm aware, there are no real animals in it, so uh, let's not call it live action. Um, saw the trailer. It looks like The Lion King. It looks spectacular, to be fair, but I've kind of already seen The Lion King, and I've already seen uh, James Earl Jones voice Mufasa. So it's kind of the similar thing with Aladdin. It's like, I want to see something a little bit different. They could have went with at least a different cast for Mufasa, the very least, but... Uh, I don't know there's not enough to go on at the moment. I think it looks it looks great. I think it'll be a visual feast, and I think it'll be worth watching just for that. But if it's just this kind of overwhelming sense of deja vu for two hours, it may, it's like why are you making this? So I'm going to sit on the fence. Let's do that. Andrew, what are your thoughts? Again, again, I'm I'm kind of the same. It's like with like all all, the, all these all the remakes that Disney are doing. It's 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 just frustrating that they, they aren't. Bothering to like to, to try to do to to do anything different with them, I mean, you're like, getting like, all the money anyway. You exactly. might as well, yeah, might as well play around. Yeah, yeah, because they they are just are just literally like 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 uh, retreading the exact same thing over and over again, and yeah, yeah, and I and I and I I really I really don't have any, don't have any any interest in. In, in in watching the exact same film just done differently. Yeah. Uh, so fans yeah, or yeah 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 so yeah so yeah so 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 um so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on the fence for that just just because I am completely indifferent. Cool, Chris. Um, do you know what I'm gonna rise against it? I am close to fence just because of. Yeah, the CGI looks amazing. I think it's, you know, The Lion King's a great story and everything, but exactly what I said about Aladdin, it's why. If you're not doing something different with it, if you're not doing... Leave it alone. 
I really wanted them to cast Michael Dorn as Mufasa. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they could they could have they gone anywhere with it. I, I don't think it's an obvious one to do. I think it's just, do you know what, it's popular, we're going to do that one. You know, it, it seems that they could do something else with the money that they're investing in that. But anyway. Yeah. Aaron? Um, I'm going to go with Chris. I'm going to rise against. Um, I... I don't think they've offered anything new in the trailer. I think the Aladdin one, there was the potential for something more. I'm not saying it was realised, but it, it felt like they were offering me an option on there being something new. But I've literally just watched the Lion King trailer whilst you guys were talking, and I saw no no offering there at all. It was just scene for scene. So, yeah, rise against. Yeah, cool. Isaac? Uh, I'm going to rise against this. It looks... I don't care. Like, I know it's one of these things that's like, yeah, it's one of these Disney classics, but yeah, don't stop. I don't like these remakes. I'm I'm not interested to see. Like, I think, like, because it's also like, you have like, a good Broadway play version. And I think, like, if you want to do a film of Iron King that's different and new, do that sort of style where it's like, like the, the, the crazy, like the costumes and the actors and stuff, as opposed to, you know, just some, yeah, like, you know, nice CGI film. I'm also not eager to see Seth Rogen sing. Yeah, that's another can of worms. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that one. yeah, cool. Uh, so that's the, the most optimistic thing anyone has to say is being on the fence. Fine, which is me. Um, we'll stay on Disney for now. Frozen 2. What a good teaser that was, I'm telling you. That was really good. I think they're dialing up that Elsa is basically a superhero, um, or certainly someone with powers. I mean, she is someone with powers, but the, you know, I like the, the trailer is basically her training her abilities, running across the water and things like that. Um, I like the first Frozen film. I think, um, I think the obsession people had with it has damaged its reputation a little bit, and um, I, I thought it was good when I first saw it. Although I kind of had issues with it when, um, for example, I don't think the songs all sound like they belong to the same film. It's almost like they had half a dozen songs lying around the office and decided to put them in one film. Um, whereas if you watch the original Aladdin, you can tell all the songs follow a similar theme. Same with The Lion King, same with you know, same with any of the classics, really. All the all the songs are... You can tell they belong to each other. Um, whereas in Frozen, they just kind of don't. But I liked it nonetheless. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the sequel. That teaser was good. It tells you nothing, but... They do some, it, it looks really cool. That's all. I'm right. I'm, I'm going to kneel before it. Uh, Andrew, have you seen the Frozen Two trailer? I, I have. Yes, and I, 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 I thought I thought it was it was the perfect example of of how of how to do a teaser. Yeah, because because it it, sh- it shows you enough like to, to to get you excited about about the prospect of the film. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but 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 doesn't uh, doesn't actually reveal anything about. Like about like what's going to happen in it, or what the story or the plot is, yeah, which which I think is a is a, is a great thing because that can that can uh, some sometimes sometimes be a, a problem a problem with, with trailer trailers uh, show, uh, showing too much, yeah. um, as or showing or showing scenes like from um like from too far too far along in in the film which 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 then allow allow, allow certain story developments to be to be in, inferred from them. Mm-hmm. I I really I really enjoy. I really enjoyed the, the first Frozen, um, and yes, and and because I don't have any small children in my life, then I've I haven't seen it 
I've seen it enough times to despise it, as many <laughs> adults have. And I'm quite quite, quite forward to, 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 to seeing how, how, how the characters um, have progressed and developed. Yeah, yeah, and one one thing I particularly liked about it was the, it was like the, the scene with with Elsa running running run across the ocean, just because when she when she was creating these like these like I was like these like miniature icebergs for for feet. Yeah, like we step. I mean, and and that would that would suggest like that like that she's she, that she's able to use her powers like with, with like with, with far, far, more, far more precision than she had previously and which and which shows shows that there that, that, that there that there is that there is going to, going to be some development like from from where the previous film left off and they are just going to repeat the same thing again yeah chris what do you think um i have not seen the teaser um the original Oh my God! The songs from that would not go away for so long, for so long. Chris, so let it go. Long. Oh, I was waiting for the gag. It's Craig, just, yeah, Craig was waiting for an opening. No. No. Oh, no. Uh, do you know what? I know that people like it. Um, I know that people enjoy it a lot. I'm going to sit on the fence personally for it, but. Yeah, I, I see why people like it, and it's exactly what I said earlier on. It's original, new content, so I can't rise against it. Otherwise, I'd be going against what I just said earlier on. Cool, Aaron. Uh, rise against, so so very rise against. Um, <laughs> it's a very boring teaser trailer. It was it was people running, followed by there will be some riding, and let's not forget the people jumping, and also. People staring. Not, nothing of any uh, quality there, I'm afraid, to get me interested. And I think that was really necessary based on on the first film for me, which, which is a film with a superb ending, but a really, really boring setup all the way through to that ending. They, they should have just told the Frozen story in in 10 minutes for me and, and just gotten straight to the ending, which is, which was the, which is a landmark in cinema and it's good for it to be there, but otherwise uh, a dull film of, of, of no interest for me at all. So uh, terrible trees are um, rise against. Absolutely. Fair enough. Isaac. Uh, it's kind of a, a mix between sit on the fence and kneel before, because I know a lot of people like this, so I can't, like I'm sure a lot of people are going to enjoy it, and a lot of people are really excited for it. You know, I think I've seen the first one, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a Disney film, and people who like Disney films and surely enjoy it." I do like this. I hate the song "Let It Go," but it's not a thing. Um, yesterday, I saw Zootopia, and the best, the the best Frozen joke is in Zootopia, <laughs> where I think there's a character. He voices the character Weselton in Frozen, and people keep calling it Weaselton. And then in Zootopia, it's the other way around. So he's playing Weaselton the Weasel. And people keep calling him Weaselton. Which I thought was... I know. I like that joke. Uh, yeah, what about Zelda but... telling someone to let it go? That was funny. Oh, yeah. The two best Frozen jokes are in Zootopia. <laughs> so, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are going to enjoy this. But uh, I'll, I'll probably give it a miss. Fair enough. Are you, so, is that, is that Fence or Neil? Um, fence. There we go. Right, let's get away from Disney for a while. Um, so the next teaser I'm going to pluck out is Men in Black International. Uh, 
I am gonna I'm gonna rise against this as a teaser because it feels like they're just making the first film again. And we've kinda had three of them. We don't really need another one. Although you do have Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson in it who are hilarious as we saw in Thor Ragnarok. So that pairing should at least be fun. But it looks like, oh yeah, you've just been recruited. Let me show you the ropes. Let's go on some zany adventure and look at me pointing out all this stuff that's weird to you, but really commonplace to me. And that's... We've had that. We've had that three times. Do we need it a fourth? So the teaser did nothing to excite me. Weirdly, Liam Neeson's in it as well. Don't know why he's there. But, um... Yeah. And I was excited about it when I heard they were kind of spinning it off as well. So... I wish they were going to do something a bit extra with it and give us give us an expansion of the Men in Black franchise in the purest sense of the, the term, rather than just, let's have the first one again. So there, that's my two cents. What about you, Andrew? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually uh, going to go to Neil before all this. Um, yeah, I... I yeah, in, in I I appreciate what I appreciate what you're saying about how 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 it, how it, how it looks looks uh, very very similar to to like to to the to the two previous films. Um. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and 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 I and I also realise that 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 I'm that I'm completely completely going against what against what what I, what I said five minutes ago um about being annoyed by by. Um, my filmmaker did doing, doing the same things over and over again. Um, <laughs> I feel like in this case, I, I, I think I think it's actually it's actually it's actually going to work out because I'm, I'm guessing that the the film is is going to assume uh, some uh, some familiarity with the Men in Black universe. Um, yes, so so I so I don't, so uh, so it, so it probably won't spend as as much time on on world building, um, and will instead. Instead, focus more on on the character interaction, and as you mentioned, um, uh, having seen Chris Hemsworth and Tess Thompson together uh, together in in Ragnarok, I mean, yeah, and we 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 all know how 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 spectacular they they can be as a double act, and also also with 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 regards to to Liam Neeson, um, it, he it didn't it didn't seem it didn't seem to it wasn't actually in in, in the trailer for for, um, for 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 very much and. And not, and not in in any moment like which which looked uh, which uh, which looked key to to the film's plot. So I actually reckon that he um that he he's going to end end up uh, being end up be uh, end up being being killed off quite being killed off quite killed off quite quite early like 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 to 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 surprise to surprise and shock the audience and and to, to suggest that like they like they'll be safe and even 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 famous film stars. Or he'll have a glorified cameo like he does in Battleship. Just have oh. to mention Battleship. Do you really have to? Yep, I like Battleship. I really do. That's another Why? conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tune into our four-hour podcast about Battleship uh, that hasn't been recorded yet, or maybe it has. It may, may or may not have been recorded before or after the time travel podcast. We just don't know. Have we recorded the time travel podcast yet? Depends what universe you're from ah uh, right okay yeah um so chris what do you think of men in black international um i'm kind of with London. you i'm kind of with you on the trailer front i don't think it's a very good trailer but i normally enjoy men in black overall so i am going to kneel before it 
because I think I'll probably end up just enjoying it a bit anyway when I go and see it. Um, though I may be proved wrong. Normally, normally they're kind of all right to watch. So, cool. Aaron, uh, I guess I'll go Rise Against just because I feel the same as you. On it seems like it's more of the same. I got no laughs out of the trailer. It, it you know, nothing, no humour there, and they didn't seem to do anything with the. I found you. That's how good I am. You need to hire me now. And then, then there doesn't seem to be anything to to do with that. She's not the central focus, or it's her skills aren't really get her anything more than a, than a training slot. So it's just a really good CV. And I thought again, that's not funny. So yeah, yeah rise against Isaac. I want to rise against this because it looks like I hate it's like oh we're bringing the franchise back. We're just making it again. And it looks, looks really boring. It's like, I don't want to have to watch one again with, like, different actors, because I've already seen the first one. And even though they are good in Ragnarok, that's because Ragnarok's got a good script, and this probably doesn't. Men in and black. There's only so much we can't afford with Will Smith anymore. Yeah. <laughs> if Will Smith's in it as the blue genie, then it will be good. Because <laughs> if it's either aliens, and it's like, oh, it's singing, it's like, for some reason, he, he cameos in this, and he just plays the blue genie from Aladdin, that will be entertaining. Just some, just some blue alien dressed yeah, as a genie. Yeah, just a blue alien. <laughs> the same, the same or he's just the genie, you know. Um, yeah, it does not? have Chris Hemsworth wielding a hammer in one scene. That's the worst bit. <laughs> it's like, he's also in other films that are popular. You've said no, so watch this because it's a popular thing. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not watching a, a film because it's got Avengers reference. Yeah, uh, fair enough. So that's a uh, mixed bag. More mixed than I was expecting. Interesting. Uh, next we'll move on to the thing that Isaac suggested Good Omens uh, I've seen the teaser that's the one where David Tennant's playing the Doctor again but as a demon or is he an angel I can't remember which one he is anyway he's playing demon. the Doctor again yeah um, you know same accent same mannerisms it looks alright though uh, an angel and a demon are working together to stop the apocalypse is that essentially the plot pretty much uh, yeah so I'll yeah. sit on the fence for now. Isaac, you can go next. Yeah, I'm, I'm nearly before this because Good Omens is great. I mean, it's like this is sort of thing that there's, it's been really difficult for them to mess this up and the cast just like uh, Michael Sheen and David Tennant, I think John Hamm's in it is the... So as I feel, the, the basic plot is like they lose the Antichrist. Like, you know, the kid's supposed to be born into... He's supposed to be born into a political thingy and he'll rise to destroy the world, but there's a mix-up and then he just goes to some family. I think John Hamm's... Oh, is John Hamm... I can't remember if he's like the main guy if he's Angel Gabriel. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is the devil. <laughs> everything, everything about this is one of these things... Yeah, but was, what about the show? But everything mm. about it is something like more and more exciting. Like, every time they announce things, like, oh, that's great, good ideas. So this is one thing I've been super excited for since they like announced it. Every bit of news has been more exciting. So I think this looks great. I'm really excited for it. My attempted joke died. Bendit Cumberbatch is the devil. But what about the show? Ah, never mind. I'll put a laugh track on. Everyone will think it's funny. Uh, Wait, hang on, hang on, everyone, hang on. <laughs> Just send it over it. There we go. That's Saved that your job. Saved your, yeah. saved your, they could get a royalty fee laugh track. <laughs> Andrew, what do you think of this potential show thing? Oh, I, I am going to be kneeling kneeling before this. 
I got kids. I I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of of the of of the book that uh, which, which, which is based on. Um, yeah, yeah, which was which was a co-authored by uh, by Terry Pratchett and and, and Neil Gaiman. Um, yeah, yeah, so a book. Uh, but and uh, both of whom are are exceptional fantasy writers, and and because the 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 show itself is is actually is actually uh, being showrun by by Neil Gaiman, uh, and I think think uh, certainly has has the has the potential to um to do the the the, the adaptation of, of of a justice, yeah um, it's a it's a, a brilliant story and 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 as as. Uh, as, as I mentioned, there's, there's some uh, some fantastic people who who are in it. Yes. Uh, so 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 and and I I would be very 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 surprised that that with that with 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 all, all that it goes wrong in any way. Cool. Uh, Chris, uh, this sounds like the kind of thing that I would uh, really enjoy. Uh, but I don't really know much about it, so I'm going to have to sit on the fence. Fair one. Aaron? I think I'll still kneel before, um, only because I think, yeah, the, the cast choices... The trailer didn't blow me away. I didn't I didn't love the trailer, um, but the cast choices seemed good, and the, the source material I did enjoy, despite not being uh, a massive gaming fan. I actually did enjoy that book, so... Not enough to dissuade me. I'll stay uh, kneel before. Cool. Um, for our next one, I think I'll do something a bit more controversial. Why not? So we're getting a new Ghostbusters film. It's not a sequel to the last one. It's a sequel to the second one. Um, so um, is it Jason Reitman revealed a tr- teaser, which is essentially the, the Ecto-1. Um, in a barn being fired up and just a promise that we're getting Ghostbusters next year. So, a few things about this one. It's, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for more of the Ghostbusters, original Ghostbusters. Um, I haven't seen the, the reboot, not because I'm like a chauvinist or anything. I just thought it looked crap, so I didn't bother watching it. Uh, not a huge fan of Paul Feig films, so it didn't grab me at all enough to bother going out of the house to, to watch the damn thing. I mean, I suppose I could watch it in the house now, but I still don't want to. Um, so there's a few things. A lot of people are kicking off because they're not continuing the story of the um, that film, uh, and they're talking about how it's kind of a, you know, it's misogynistic or it's gender motivated, and I don't think it is. I think it's more that you didn't, your film didn't make as much money as we wanted it to, so we're going to try this approach, which might make us more money again. I think it's as cynical as that. Um, it's entirely financially driven. They're capitalising on Stranger Things by having a bunch of kids apparently become the new Ghostbusters. Um, I guess I'm going to sit on the fence for this one, even though I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'm just not sure. There's been so many failed attempts to bring this back, and I'm just not sure that there's any point anymore. I think we're best just leaving the first two films where they where they are. And, and leaving it at that. It it seems like, unless they've got a really killer idea for a script, you know, like a really great story to go for, just leave it alone. I mean, I, I have watched the, the most recent film, and I thought it was all right. 
I thought it, it wasn't great, it wasn't rubbish, but it, it kind of had that feeling of, well, why, why did they do it? And it didn't really catch me. None of the advertising or anything in the run-up to it really caught me and dragged me into it, which is probably why it didn't make as much money as they hoped. I don't think going, oh, this one set in the timeline of the original movies is going to really rock the boat any, to be honest, unless it's it's really got something extra special going for it. But at the moment, they've only got really a, a, a teaser trailer, so... Yeah. I suppose it's I'm on the fence as well because all we've got is a little bit of teaser footage. It has the potential to be the most awesome thing ever. It also has the potential to be an absolute mess and just unnecessarily so. Because I think there was there was the basics of something good that they could have done based on the last film. Um, so it's kind of a shame that they didn't just go, oh, do you know what? If we really want to peeve everyone off all at once, just get all of them in the same room together. Let's do that. You know what I mean? Let's let's do something stupid with that, you know? So ignore the fact that Bill Murray was a different character in that other one. Yeah. Yeah, just overwrite him. No one cares. No one cares. To, to, you know, it, it cross the streams and open up wormholes to other dimensions where he is a ghostbuster. Just do something like that, you know? Yeah. Really peeve everyone off all at once. Andrew? I'm kind of on on the on the fence about, uh, about this. Uh, with regard like to to the most recent one, in um, you know, it was, uh, possibly a slight, slight controversial opinion, but I absolutely loved it. And, you know, I, you know, I I thought it was it was uh, really 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 good fun. I actually put it on, put it on a list of 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 some of, of, of some of my some of my favorite 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 films of the year for for a magazine article. Um, and Yes, and uh, and I'm sure you can, and I'm sure you can guess the kind of feedback that that I that I got about, about that. <laughs> Was it the same uh, feedback I got for putting Nerve on a list of the best of the year? Well, uh, possibly uh, even more whining and unimaginative. Yeah, I like Nerve. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I still haven't seen this, and I might not, but um, I don't think I will. The moment's gone. But um, yeah, um, uh, with regards like like to 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 read to. Re- revis- revisiting uh, like uh, that whole universe. Like, well, like the original Ghostbusters, like is like is is a is a fantastic film and and quite rightly regarded as a classic. Like uh, Ghostbusters Two really wasn't wasn't all, all, all that good. Um, partly because it largely relied on on people not believing ghosts, ghosts were real again, uh, despite like 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 a, an, inter- an interdimensional gateway be, being being opened up, opened up a top a skyscraper and uh, a fifty foot marshmallow like trapping down trapping down street 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 flattening cars. So so with with like with like the, the, this this uh, this this new one that that, that, they're, that they're going to do if they go back again to to people not believing ghosts and. And the Ghostbusters having having to convince people all over again that the ghosts are real, yeah, then then that and that, uh, that that would likely end up not being not being very different from from well, any of the other ones. If it's a world like where 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 ghosts ghosts are real and um and and ghostbusting has has like become an, an established profession, and I'm, I'm not I'm not quite sure like where 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 is that they're they're planning to planning, planning to go with that. Yeah. I will stick with the positivity angle on the unknown and say that I will... I'll kneel before for now and think of all the good things that could happen. Yeah. Um, Do you think the actual existence of this 
threequel that undoes the reboot is a is a sexist motivation, or do you think it's purely just cash? We think this will make money. We don't think yours will. I think that's all it is, personally. Yeah, I I, I, I don't believe that um, studio producers, when it comes to their wallets, are sexist. They may very well be sexist when it comes to the casting casting couch and all of those horrible things, but but when it comes down to I've got a bunch of stakeholders who want to make a lot of money, then they will make the right decision. Based purely on the money, I mean, you know. Yeah. Isaac? Uh, well, I like Ghostbusters. I really like Ghostbusters too. Uh, I know that one of the problems the the problem is like he said something dodgy recently. I think it implied that like I can't remember what it implied, but he said something real weird about the 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 most recent one. It got a lot of people. I think I got a lot of people upset. Hmm. I don't think it was so much the point of like the old one didn't do well. I think it was sort of. I don't know whether it was because he was saying like the reason the old one the the, the the other one didn't do well is because of like the the new like female Ghostbusters or something. I'll try and find it. But he said something a bit suspicious. <laughs> so I think that's I think that's where a lot of the uh, troubles coming from. Right. Uh, I must yeah, have missed think, that. Yeah, I think he said something kind of a bit bit sus. Hmm. Uh, but other than that, Ghostbusters is pretty fun, isn't it? And yeah, they're entertaining movies, so yeah, I'll watch another one. So kneeling before. Yeah, why not? Cool. Uh, next trailer, we'll talk about Hobbs and Shaw because I know Isaac wants to talk about it. Yay! And we talked about Fast and Furious before. I actually think the trailer looks all right. Um, Idris Elba is a guy who becomes a superhero. So basically, they, there's been comments about the, certainly the more recent Fast and Furious films where they're like. Yeah, now they're basically superheroes. So now they are actually superheroes. Well, supervillains. And then you've got The Rock and Jason Statham chasing him down. And The Rock is definitely a superhero. Um, It looks... Samoan Luke Cage versus Cockney Luke Cage versus Luke Cage. (laughs) (laughs) No, Samoan Thor. Is that not what they call him in one of the films? Oh, they call him Samoan Thor, yeah. Yeah. Versus the Artful Dodgers. What's he called? What's the... What's the weirdo from Charles Dickens called? He beats his dog and the baddie, Dean something. Uh, I can't remember. There's... That guy, anyway. Yeah, yeah the, the baddie from uh, Oliver Twist versus uh, and Simone Thor versus Luke Cage. Or Luther. <laughs> I'm Luther sure, I, I, know was, I don't think it's happened in any of the episodes, but I'm pretty sure Luther could probably punch through a car door. Yeah. Luther Cage, we'll go with that. Luther Cage. Uh, yeah, so you're kneeling before. I'm definitely going to kneel before because I think it looks kind of stupid and fun. Also, the trailer's really long. It's a very long I... trailer. Yeah. yeah. No, but it looks fantastic. Andrew? I'm kneeling before this. Like, like, for, like, for, for, like just for, for the same reasons that I mentioned earlier uh, uh, about about the latter Fast and Furious movies. Like, just, just because like they're they're so overblown and so stupid then they, they can't help but be fun Yeah, and I'm pretty sure this is going to be more of the same uh, Chris? Um, as much as the trailer actually breaks some of my usual rules which seems to be like showing all the action and giving away lots and lots and lots it does just look ridiculous fun so for that I've kind of got a kneel before it Yeah, Aaron? I actually don't know anything about this one so I'm afraid I'm going to have to sit on the fence 
Fair enough. Uh, I think one more trailer. I was going to talk about Cloak and Dagger, but I think we'll talk about that later on anyway in another podcast. So, uh, Detective Pikachu, new trailer yesterday. I think this is one of my most anticipated films of the year. I mean, got Avengers Endgame, got this. What more do I need out of a year of films? Uh, that love of Pokemon that I had when I was first playing Red and Blue uh, will never go away. I think um, you know it's an important part of my upbringing. Uh, I am still, I still have the title of being a, a regional champion for battling my little creatures against other people's little creatures. So you know that's a badge of honor that I will carry to my grave. Still have the certificate somewhere. Don't know where, but still have it. Uh, long spent the prize which was uh, £100 in either HMV or game. I can't remember which one. Um, but yeah, I think it looks great. Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, as Pikachu. Great. Uh, it's got some great lines in the trailer where he says, uh, case closed or still open until I solve it. Uh, stuff like that. I think it just looks amazing. It's great seeing the Pokemon in live action. Yeah, count me in. Completely count me in. Uh, Andrew? I am um, also uh, kneeling before this. In, uh, as a franchise in, in in general, Pokemon hasn't hasn't ever ever really really hasn't ever really 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 hit me hit me as as, as hard as it has as it has for some other people. Because because as it might it might, it might possibly, possibly possibly be be like to be uh, due, uh, due to how uh, to how how old I was like when it when it first appeared. Because 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 I think I like, perceived it as something which was aimed at kids younger than me. So. But for, for, it wasn't it wasn't ever ever anything that I that I took took a huge huge amount of interest in. Though in, in recent years I've been absorbing a, a, a lot of Pokemon lore just uh, by, by by osmosis, like uh, as as a result of Jana uh, play, uh, play, playing playing uh, playing Pokemon Go constantly, and also re uh, re rewatching the entire run of the anime series. Um, we, we, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh god. That sounds horrible, and I liked it back in the day. And I, I could help like over here, like various various snippets of it, like when I was cooking dinner or doing dishes or or whatever. Could you uh, guess the Pokemon at the ad break? That is the question. Something. Well, if if they were like really well known ones, say like say like Squirtle or Bulbasaur, or 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 Charmander, or like, like ones like those. But um, any anyone's even. Even slightly more obscure than them, then I'd, I'd be struggling. <laughs> Back to the, uh, the actual point. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I think I think Detective Pikachu looks absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I think I think, I think like the the C, the CGI Pokemon they look real enough like like to to like to to exist uh, like as as part of a live action world. Yeah, but, but again, yeah, but they also but they they same at the same time they look unreal enough. Like like to to like to convincingly be these like fantastical creatures. It's kind of the same as in Christopher Robin, isn't it? Like they look very similar to, to that sort of animation style. Yeah, totally. And uh, it looks like looks like it's it's going it's going to be a hell, hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, and really really dramatic. And at the at the end of, end of the trailer, um, I, I actually realised like. Actually, realised the, the the extent to to which I had absorbed kind of a Pokemon lore when when, when, when I when I found myself getting really excited uh, when 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 Mewtwo just randomly appeared. <laughs> like, yeah, oh my god! It's like, gonna oh my god! Me. That's what yeah. that's how I reacted to this. <laughs> cool, uh, Chris. This just looks a stupid amount of fun. 
Uh, I think it's going to be absolutely cracking. I am kneeling before it. It just looks for me. I mean, I, I did get into Pokemon when I was at, at school and stuff, and I enjoyed a lot of the different bits and pieces that came with it, but this just looks... Yeah, seeing seeing Pokemon brought into to CGI, yes. Yeah, Aaron. So, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna dramatically swerve halfway through this, but so when I'm watching the trailer originally, I wasn't laughing. I'm not finding the jokes funny, and I thought this is gonna be a problem for me. But then I hear Bonnie Tyler, and I need a hero, <laughs> and then I was immediately back on board. So just for that alone, I'm gonna have to go kneel before. Wow. If they do a dance number in here with Pikachu, that's a five-star review coming from here. There's going to be a dance number with Pikachu, guaranteed. There's also a fart joke in the trailer, which is weird. So you're talking me out of it again. Careful, I'm almost back to the fence. Uh, Isaac, what do you think? Uh, like I was mentioning to you while we were like, in the sort of build-up to the thingy, I want Team Rocket and Meowth, and Michael Shannon has to voice Meowth. But in terms of... like. The trailer, uh, it, like it looks fun. I don't really, I never was never really into Pokemon that much when I was little. But, I mean, it looks like looks like pretty entertaining. Like I'm not, I wouldn't be as as crazy excited as like you lot. But I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll maybe I'll watch it. So I'm going. To, I think I'll sit on the fence. I think for now. Fair play. Um. So we'll talk about one more trailer. We'll, if we have time, we'll come back. But uh, I want to talk about the trailer for Yesterday, which is a film about a guy who is the only person on earth who remembers the Beatles. Uh, and therefore he decides, I'm going to write all their songs. He'd be a millionaire. And I can't I can't imagine I would do anything different. But um, I always like these kind of weird alternate reality type stories. Uh, I, would, I was really disappointed when Ricky Gervais had to be in The Invention of Lying. Cause I like the idea, but it's Ricky Gervais, so you know, like, uh, way to ruin it already. Thanks. Um, I find this quite interesting. Just, uh, I mean, let's push aside the meta side of it, you know, where they mention Coldplay in the trailer. Aren't Coldplay inspired by the Beatles? How much of modern music inspired by the Beatles? If the Beatles didn't exist, our world would be completely different. I mean, what would Oasis do? Liam and Noel Gallagher would just be like. Crackheads in Manchester. Wouldn't they? Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> kneel before no Oasis. I hate Oasis. <laughs> so I'm going to kneel before this trailer for yesterday because I think it seems really interesting. This, you know, um, I like the Beatles music, so it'll be interesting to see the the world reacting to it for the first time, but in a modern setting. Although, as you said earlier, Isaac, I think uh, some of the lyrics wouldn't quite be woke in 2019. They won't be very woke. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I'm here for this film. Weird sci-fi concept thing. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, Andrew, what do you think? I like the look of this. I mean, yeah, because it is it's an, an interesting idea. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be tentatively kneeling before this. As I'm, I'm not, I'm not too sure how how well the film is going to do in 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 convincing me that very that very safe mellow '60s guitar pop um like would would send um, would send girls into screaming incoherence in 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 2019. Uh, from the trailer itself, it it, it, it looks like looks like they're going to be doing. Interesting thing, interesting things uh, with the, uh, with the uh, with the idea, and well, as well as that, then it seems like there'll be a look at how the achievement of of sudden fame and ends up changing people. And even if they are rich and successful, and it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be end up being happy. 
Yeah, well, the one disappointment, even though there's no Beatles, there's still James Corden. I wouldn't want to live in a world yeah. where there's no Beatles, but there's still James Corden. I, I just yeah. don't think that's fair. Just... Yeah. Well, there was also another thing that is um, interesting to note about was was was, it was uh, just uh, just in, in in the casting because it was like the the script for this was was written by Richard Curtis, who uh, whose stories are notorious uh, for. Um, for being solely populated uh, by mil- by middle class white people, and I thought it was quite an uh, interesting development for, for for the main character who not only be be, be like like South South Asian descent, but, yeah, but 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 also have that not being specifically relevant to him as a character. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Um, I I don't know where to go with this. I want to like it because it's a new sort of different idea. It sounds interesting. I want to kind of arise against it because if they horrifically use the songs of the Beatles, I will never forgive them. Hmm. And I also want to sit on the vent because of those two things. However, because of originality, I'm going to kneel before it, I think. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, let's go with that. I'm going to kneel before. I I, I think it's a it's kind of a cool idea, it's something a little bit different. I kind of think it gives them the excuse to use the Beatles musical numbers without doing some sort of Beatles biopic, which I am sure is being written at the moment under the back <laughs> of all the other biopics that are currently about. So, yeah, let's let's go with that. Aaron? I think I'm going to have to... I'm struggling to know which way to go, but I think I'm going to make myself go rise against, actually. Um from the trailer, I'm not sure what the film is really about, other than one big, long, shaggy dog story. Um, lots of jokes about him. It's just the same joke over and over again, where he writes the songs, and people sort of try to get involved in that, and, and it's hilarious how they might knock him off his path. And then there's a vague love story there, and... I just have this horrible feeling it's it's a gimmick to get as many Beatles songs in as possible. Everybody buys the albums, everybody watches it, everybody loves the Beatles, so of course they're going to love this film. And, and I'm, I'm not quite, I just don't know what, if the film's going to offer anything more than than cameos of famous people and Beatles songs. So, um, yeah, I think I've talked myself into Rise Against. Hey, Isaac, you didn't reach a position. What was it you were um, going for? I'm not sure, actually. No, you now you mentioned it, it's an awful lot of famous cameos and <laughs> people saying how great the Beatles were. And the Beatles are really good, but I don't know, now I think about it, that, isn't, that doesn't appeal. So you're rising? Yeah, I'm going to rise against. I'm not, I'm not in, I'm, there's, something, there's something about this that is a little bit unpleasant. <laughs> Fair enough. Um... Cool. So on that, we'll move on to a bit of news. Uh, what I want to start with is the cancellation of all of the Marvel TV shows before one of them even airs or appears on streaming. I don't think airing is the right word anymore. Um, everyone saw this coming, I suppose, when they, they canned... Um, what was the first one to go? Was it was it Iron Fist first, then Luke yeah. Cage, then Daredevil, then Punisher and Jessica Jones just got killed in one fell swoop? Um I've been growing more disenfranchised with the Netflix shows pretty much since the first season of Daredevil. Um, I thought Jessica Jones was alright. Daredevil season 2 infuriated me. Um, Luke Cage I wasn't a huge fan of. Uh, Iron Fist was okay. Um, Defenders I quite liked. 
Jessica Jones season two broke me, I think. Uh, Daredevil season three is really good. Haven't seen Iron Fist or Luke Cage season two, or the or either season of The Punisher. Not all the way through anyway. So I'm I'm not shedding any tears that they're gone. Although I think I will miss the cast. I think they cast them really well, especially Charlie Cox as Daredevil. If we don't get him back in some form after the two year garden leave period is up, then that'll be a shame. So. I'm going to sit on the fence about the cancellation because I'm fine with not watching any more of these, but also there are things about them I'll miss. Chris? Um, I am going to rise against the cancellation, although I kind of feel the same way as you. I understand why they've done it, and also there were certain things that I was quite happy for them to cancel and think again. (coughs) Iron Fist. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I, I kind of feel that, do you know what? Uh, Daredevil I think had got back on its footing with season 3 I think the problem with them overall was that they were too long you know they often I have this argument and I'm sure I've said it on umpteen podcasts about um, some of like the, the DC TV shows that we review going there's a big sag in the middle of seasons and there's these waste of time episodes and it's normally oh but we need the ad revenue in order to, to do this whereas Netflix isn't supposed to be constrained by any of that sort of stuff and it still feels like they throw in extra episodes because they want to and it just seems pointless so instead of cancelling I was like well do shorter seasons shorter better written seasons because the bones of good stuff was there like you say the casting was pretty much on point in all of these shows there were normally good enough stories in there the problem was that they had to take time out from the good enough stories or spend ages building to them because they were doing these prolonged seasons yeah fair enough uh andrew i'm kind of like on on the fence about this i've enjoyed most of what what wasn't put out and and in particular like like the like the the, the the first the first first season of daredevil the second season of jessica jones and the the first the first half of the First season of Luke Cage. Yeah, but, yeah, the but, second season of Jessica Jones. Wow, I'm surprised. I know because I've found the overall quality of, of, of shows like to to be kind of variable, and it's got, it's got it's got to the point where I don't feel in any kind of rush to to to, to, to actually watch them. I've started to to become th- things that I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't particularly want to watch. I just want to have watched. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Aaron, what do you think? Well, it's going to have to be a. A rise against for me because of pretty much every conversation we've ever had about superhero TV shows. The the reason I'm sort of vaguely understood as being associated with the anti-fun thing is because of of I wanting I'm wanting to see the darker stuff. I'm wanting to see something more connected to. Um, some of the, the the real problems that are going on in the world, and I, I quite like to see some of the superhero commentary on that. I quite like the metaphors. I quite like the dark universe. I quite liked when DC and their films went into the the the, the blacker side of humanity, and whether they did a good job or not, that's where I wanted to be. And. I, I I totally get obviously why everybody wants to have fun watching telly and watching the superheroes. Obviously, I, I'm not saying that, that that's the wrong thing, but what I'm looking for personally out of a show is a bit more commentary 
And I, I don't get any of that from watching any of the DC shows. I don't really enjoy them. Black Lightning was a, was a bit of a, um, a refreshing change for me from, from the DC side. Um, but but it, it sort of stood alone. Uh, and even then, I, I kind of not quite been able to go back to it because I didn't love it that much. And, and Marvel was offering me what I want. And, and now it's going away for two years. So for me, it's a, it's a black hole in, in the... In the comic book genre that um, really isn't going to be filled, and, and I can't use DC for it. I, don't, I just don't enjoy it. I just don't enjoy their stuff. So, so two years hiatus probably won't necessarily pick up. Disney will take a different route down to it. This is, yeah, this is a big of a bigger an end of an era for for me. So, so definitely rise against. Okay, Isaac. Uh, I think these shows like. Didn't have much variety. I think they had like they should have they should have mixed the the more yeah the, the the defenders with something along the lines of like Kamala Khan or Squirrel Girl or something that was just like like light-hearted and so you can still have you still have Jessica Jones and Daredevil being all moody, but it's nice to also counterbalance that with something that is just a bit brighter and they sort of I think they just sort of ran out like I got bored of watching you know Daredevil be upset because he's got a mum or something and <laughs> I, think, like, I like Jessica Jones Jessica Jones is my favourite of the lot um, uh, yeah like Iron Fist I didn't care for uh, the last series of Daredevil was very fun but they were just very moody they're very and I think like it doesn't always have to be that gloomy. And I think the reason that they end like the advance this conclusion is because it just it was just the same, like we've just seen it again. We've already seen, you know, gloomy New York story. We've we've seen like and yeah, like same with the I didn't I didn't watch any of the Punisher because it's just more gloomy New York story. But I think if they mixed it with say, yeah, Kamala Khan or Squirrel Girl or I don't know, another one that was or totally awesome Hulk or something like that that was a bit more like upbeat and then there's something to please everyone really so I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot so I'm going to kneel before this I think it was a good run but I think there's it wasn't going to it wasn't going to pick back up again cool um variety of opinions there cool uh next piece of news um, just you were talking about DC Aaron, so we'll talk about the fact that Ben Affleck is no longer Batman. He has retired from being Batman. Uh, so they're going to cast someone young because I guess they want someone cheap that they can lock into the role for a couple of decades, which mm. makes sense, I guess. Um, and I'm not that bothered about Ben Affleck stepping down. I thought he was fine. Uh, his Batman was all right, uh, but I'm okay to see a new one. I am more excited about the fact that Matt Reeves. Batman film is apparently going to be the detective noir film that I've kind of wanted from Batman for quite some time so we haven't had that yet so that's interesting so I'm going to deal before this I think this is a good step see this is quite interesting actually from that perspective because it, it, it's really difficult to see where DC are going with this well it's impossible um, uh, well, but the, the thing is, I, I appreciate they do need to pick a direction and go in it, and they've really got to commit to something. And my problem with the loss of Ben Affleck was 
again for the same reasons as the Marvel shows. You, um, I can't I can't disagree with what Isaac's saying that people want to see the fun. That's why they got into this stuff. But for those of us sitting on the other side, going, can we have a bit of power here? Can we have a bit of metaphor? Can we have a bit of commentary here? It, it's not there. And uh, the way DC were originally looking like they were going was they were giving us a a bit more that way and in the films and and Ben Affleck fitted it perfectly his I, I really liked his his Batman because it wasn't too brooding it was more wistful it was I it, every every time he came on you got the feeling that he was he had this resigned sadness this is the way it had to be I can't change it and I've got to do something about it and he still had a sort of a determination behind it I, I wanted to see that. I wanted to see more of it because it it wasn't so over the top as Christian Bale, who who to be fair did what was needed. He he fitted into his films perfectly well, and I actually enjoyed his performance. But it wasn't necessarily the Batman I was looking for. And then Ben Affleck came into this darker universe and gave me something that I really wanted to see. It was this. It was this Batman had these characteristics that was a, a this this the subtle variation was enough to make it really interesting. So I'm really sorry to see him go, and I don't know the new guy, and I have this horrible feeling that because Wonder Woman and Anchor are successful, it's just going to be let's give it up and let's just go in purely for the fun stuff and let's do glowing colours and everything, which again is fine. But if everybody's doing it, then I'm going to get bored of that. So. The only thing that gives me pause for thought that this might go somewhere good is the last thing you said, Detective Noir. But I can't see how they're going to do it because their success stories are Wonder Woman. Cannot do Noir with the setup they've done there. Um, Aquaman really definitely cannot do Noir (laughs) with what they've set up there. And these things presumably still have to cross over somehow, even if they're not going to do Justice League anymore. Presumably they're still saying they're in the same universe. And um, I think you could get some of these characters coming in in, into a Detective Noir crossover. Definitely the Flash could, because there's always room for the the comic character in, in the Noir. Everybody else around them. You just can't believe this bumbling fool has just come in and done all these silly things. You know, there, there's definitely room for that, but it, it it's a promise that I don't think they can fulfil. So I'm going to say the detective noir thing. I definitely, uh, I definitely kneel before that. Um, so I'll, I'll have that as my rating for the scoremaster there in the background. But <laughs> I'm I'm sitting there thinking I just don't understand how this is going to be possible, but. DC haven't picked one direction yet, so I I, I know that all directions are still open. Yeah, Therefore, so I guess I can stay hopeful. It could be that they're leaning into the fact that all these characters have a very different feel about them. You know, in the same way that Marvel are, where you watch any given MCU film about an individual character and it'll have a different tone to the other one because the character lends itself to that. And I think that's that's a really good thing. So there's... You know, for me, I prefer the Superman, for example, that's, you know, that's bright and optimistic and and all that kind of stuff. So the the Christopher Reeve angle on that one. So there's, I mean, there's no reason you couldn't have that exist in the same world where you've got this kind of, this dark, broody Batman um, who is that kind of 
noir detective type. And it's about, I mean, it's up to someone to try and merge them together in some way, but, you know, it, it could have fun with the contrasts. The fact is, why is this guy here? There's, it, he doesn't belong amongst all these people. And then you, you just find everybody bringing all their differences to the table and you, you make something fun out of it. You know, in the same way they did with the first Avengers movie or um, or whatever else. I think that's potentially true. I think that does open something that could definitely happen. I think that part of me doesn't believe it will, though, because I find it difficult to believe that people aren't going to bring in silly comedy again. They're going to say it's detective noir, and then I'm going to be going in thinking of these old sort of 40s films, and it won't be. It'll, it'll have farcical elements to it. They'll just shoot it in sepia or something, but it'll still be comic. So I, I really hope you, I really hope you're right that they, they do what you've said. Uh, I guess I've not had the trust built up in me well enough to. Well, if you want to see believe. blending different tones perfectly, look no further than into the Spider Verse. Sure. Seamless, seamless connection there. Uh, Andrew, what do you think of this news? I'm disappointed uh, uh, about Ben Affleck uh, uh, going, going into retirement from Batman because because uh, I, I as I, I thought I thought he he did an absolutely fantastic job with with, with the character, particularly in like in 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 Batman v Superman. There was a, a, a big aspect like of, of Bruce Wayne like people are familiar with like 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 the like the like the, like the, the, really, the really rich charming businessman playboy kind of person. But even even while he was in he was in in that persona. You could still see like uh, like a, a kind of a, a kind of weariness, like like the the the, the, the other on the cut everything. Which was just just like as as a result of um, of 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 uh, just how little he was like ultimately achieving in, uh, as as Batman, because because like because there was always always still 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 going to be violent crime, and no matter how how many how many how many endless nights he he went he went he went out went out fighting against it, like it's it's not something it's not something that he's ever 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 going ever going to truly defeat. Yeah, yeah, and it's. Seemed that, well, but because he'd been he'd been doing it for so long, like, and it's it's just like a, a system that he that he that he he were, he was locked into because he because he generally doesn't doesn't actually know any 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 other other way of combating it. And I felt that that, that was a, a really a really interesting take on, on on the on the character. And I certainly thought that that there was more that could be done with it. And yeah, and and his and his his, his time in 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 Dawn of Justice and and and, and Justice League and 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 also the few minutes in in, in Suicide Squad that uh, really really weren't enough like to like to 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 fully to fully explore this this interpretation of him and i i would have uh, re- really really liked to to have seen more of it with regards like to the noir development of it then and i think i think that is actually is actually a, a really a, a really good thing okay because it's it's one it's one aspect of uh, like it's like a crucial aspect of the batman character which, which has been sorely lacking like from from the from the 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 film versions of him because because like is like there, there, there's a there's a very good reason like the that one of batman's alternative designations is the world's greatest detective because uh, that that is is as as crucial uh, a part of of who he is as the the cowl and, and the cape and the gadgets and the beating up bad guys yeah it'd be good to finally see that yeah chris what do you think 
I don't know what I can say that hasn't been said, really. I mean, I, I kind of think it's a bit of a shame that, that Affleck's stepping down. I think they could have possibly done this sort of standalone um, story from his past kind of thing as a different Batman and still kept him, if you know what I mean. Um, so I'm going to rise against it as a thing, but I... I I know why it's happened. They're kind of reformatting the whole thing. It all seems like it's shuffling about. So, yeah, I I, I think he was a good Batman uh, for what he did. I don't think he was handed the best of stuff. I don't think any of them have been handed the best of stuff, apart from maybe Wonder Woman and possibly Aquaman, I thought was all right. But the rest has been a bit, yeah. So, yeah, I'll I'll rise against it. Uh, Andrew, for you, was that a rise against the Neil before or a fence? It was a uh, fence overall, it just because it's like because like it's like kind of like one kneel and one rise for the two different aspects yeah. of the story. Can cancels it cancelled it out. Cancels yeah. each other. Out. Isaac, what's your thoughts on no more uh, Batfleck? Well, I didn't really like his Batman. Also, like, well, I didn't like Batman v Superman. Just the sequel was fun, but you know, silly. So you can't really take it in, like there's no real seriousness with it. I think it's probably the right decision to get rid of him because he was cause so like. He's always like, is he going to be Batman? Is he not going to be Batman? It must have been like a headache for like, thinking we don't know where he, what he's doing, where he is. I was like, yeah, just get rid of him. Like, if he doesn't want to do it, instead of just hanging around, like, changing his opinions or not really suiting anywhere, just, just go. Like, it was, an, I think it was annoying me, so I'm kind of glad they got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a new before uh, for you? Yeah, I think I'm new before this. I think get rid of Batman. Like, but I was, in terms of potential future Batmans if that's a thing or um, I, I think they should do uh, Dick Grayson I don't think they should do Bruce Wayne I think they've done Bruce Wayne enough I think I'd rather see like someone else be Batman because we've just had like just think it was in like 2017 I mean this is a good chance to have more fun like showing someone taking over the mantle of Batman I think it'd be more entertaining than just Bruce Wayne doing another thing again. Up next, uh, let's talk about Legion. Uh, it's been announced that they're doing the final season uh, and they've cast a Professor Xavier in the form of a guy called Harry Lloyd, who I don't think I've really seen in anything. He's in Game of Thrones, but who isn't? Um, I think I, I think Legion is unsustainable for a long period of time because it's just too weird. Um, and I don't know how long they would be able to keep making something as odd as this over years and years and years and years. So it's probably right that they're lopping it off at this point after its third season. Especially with the whole Disney-Fox merger happening. It could just be this awkward stepchild that's hanging around that no one really wants. Um, So I think it'll be interesting to see if they follow through on their season two plot to see what happens to David. And and hopefully it'll feel like it has some kind of finality to it. Although, maybe it'll just end with, I don't know, the last shot of the, the final episode will be the first shot of the first episode and we'll have to figure out whether any of this happened or not. I have no idea. Um, uh, so I'm going to kneel before the fact that they, they think they can finish it off and we've got an Xavier who's just as weird as the rest of the show. He's young. It might be too young. He's not Patrick Stewart, but he could be a mental manifestation. He could be a flashback. He could be just a Legion thing. Who knows? 
Aaron, you'll be bursting to talk about this because you're a... Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely one of my favourites. Um, well, I, I assume that we're... Well, there's a chance we might do a Season 3 podcast on all this and we, we can just enjoy out, all the yes. things we've loved about Seasons 1 and 2. So, <laughs> definitely a fan. Uh, more uh, more dance uh, choreographies, please. More more dance numbers. Definitely want that. Um, and I, But I, I guess the, the topical thing about Legion Season 3 is, is going to be one of the most interesting things they do. So, they're committed to making a bad guy, which is which is perfectly fitting with all the comics I'm told. I'm not, I, don't, I don't know them, but it, it, it does seem to be an interesting storyline. You're getting an origin story for a bad guy that it's not something we've necessarily seen before. And the, the thing that really upset everybody about season two was him um, abusing Sid, and people were going across the internet saying how this is awful and it shouldn't have existed and it didn't need to be in the plot. And... I think I'm stood against that, saying that I think it was used in the plot. I think it is a good thing to make him a villain. Nobody was trying to say he, he did these horrible things to Sid and he's still a good guy. It was like, no, 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 you're watching the birth of a villain here. You know, he, this guy is definitely going down a, a horrific route and he's going to have that perfect villain setup of he doesn't think he's bad. He's not embraced evil and decided to worship chaos and destroy the universe because that's what evil people do, even though it destroys themselves. It's No, he's, he's an individual who is going down a dark path, but he doesn't honestly believe he is, and he can't understand why everybody's turning against him. He is, he's a human villain, and I think that's going to be a really interesting uh, plot line to see played out in... In season three, I hope they commit to it though. I hope they don't turn around and say, "Oh, but he's good so really," and he was just misunderstood. I think that would be a cop out, and then everything they've done with with Sid would be completely undermined. So to keep its purpose, he does need to go bad. But 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 what they've been releasing about it seems to suggest that that is the way it's going. Sid is going to be the the hero of the piece, and, and David is going to be the villain. And I say for for inventiveness alone. Legion has already carved itself out a niche. That there is nothing like Legion. There cannot be anything like Legion coming up. Umbrella Academy is like this little teeny Legion feeling light, and it, it sort of picked up this these kind of vibes of Legion, but they couldn't copy it. There's just no way. Cloak so Dagger had its Legion-like moments as well. Well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, they, they, these they, they've sort of had a quick look down that path and said, can we follow? No, let's do a bit of an homage and then turn away. And it's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Keep safe. Keep on the right path. Well, I'm guessing those, I don't know much about the Umbrella Academy, but certainly Cloak and Dagger is committed to conventionally structured storytelling. So again, any kind of homage to Legion would be in a dream sequence or in some kind of mind play sort of scenario. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It's just these little hints here and there that make you think of Legion. It's definitely not Legion-like in that sense. Yeah. In Umbrella Academy, no, no, definitely not. It's, so, so Legion is, is definitely on an island by itself saying, here be Legion and nobody can come near us and you are right. And, and to give us something that will fulfill the promise of that... Uh, I think they've te- well, they're on the right route to that. They've, as I say, it's a villain origin story that is unique. It is 
they were the first ones to do all the dance numbers. They're the first ones to do all the just let's what can we do with this? But I, I, I never really thought all of it was art for art's sake. I, there was a couple of moments where I thought, mm, big plug in the desert. Yeah, no, you've lost it. But for the right, most the hot part, hot dog van for some reason. Hot dog van for no reason at all. There's, there's, a, there's definitely a few moments where I think they did cross the line. But for the most part, I really believe they stayed on the right side of the line by giving us something worth watching that it, it did use the craziness to to put plot points over to put concepts over uh so the, the promise of season three alone based on what we've seen before uh is would be enough to to make me kneel before uh but the the comments that i've been reading online where the the i don't know if he's writer producer director all three have said no, we're committed to this. He's a villain. Th- this is your origin story. We can tell it in three seasons. We're not going to be stupid enough to try and drag the plot out beyond that because that's not the story we're telling. So that that commitment to avoid the lost problem uh, it backs up that, that kneel before for me. Cool. Andrew, you're a fan of Legion? I am, yeah. Yeah, I... I absolutely love it <laughs> partly uh, because of just how utterly unashamedly demented it is also as Aaron mentioned there's a, a purpose like to 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 all, all, to all, all of its madness like, it, it, it isn't random just just for, just for, just for the sake of it I'm glad that, 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 that it's got that it's got it's got a third season to 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 finish off the story um and and also um also, I'm I'm glad that that they've decided to like to 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 use this like to to bring to bring bring the story to a close. Yeah, because because I think I think that if it went on any 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 further further than this, I think that that the surreal tone of the show would 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 end would end up overtaking like all all other aspects of it. And yeah, and before before too much longer, it it would. Um, it it would end end up just just uh, become, uh, becoming a, par- a parody of itself, yeah, and would end up losing the fin- the finely nuanced madness that made that made it so compelling to begin with, and yeah, and and would and would and and would instead instead become just just a uh, just a uh, sheer pointless over overblown madness that doesn't ser- serve any, any any kind of purpose. So definite Neil before from you. Yes, yes, it is. Chris. Considering you've done two seasons worth of podcasts, I think I can guess, but... I have done two seasons worth of podcasts. I hope we do our third season worth of podcasts. Um, we will. I, we'll figure it out once we know when it exists and how many of it is, is exists. When it exists and what universe and what style it's going to be. I mean, don't get me wrong, uh, you know, anyone that's listened to those podcasts that we did will know that I had reservations about the last season. I... Enjoyed it overall, however, I do think some of the crazy was in there just because they threw stuff. I, I could not find reasoning for some things. Um, I think in the first season, a lot of the stuff was put in there for a reason. I think in the second season, they decided, we'll throw stuff at the wall to throw people off the scent and keep them guessing. It wasn't as as clever with some of it in the second season. I'm glad that they've decided do you know what, we can tell a story in three seasons, we're going to do it in three seasons, rather than going, ah, do you know what, we're going to spin this into six seasons now, uh, and we're going to do this, that, and the other. I, I think great that they've done that. Like that they're going to include Xavier finally, 
in it. I, I think it would have been a big omission to sort of wrap the whole thing up and not have an Xavier. So I'm glad that they're going to do a little bit in there. Um, yeah, I'm kneeling before it. No Patrick Stewart, at least as, not as far as we know. Oh, that be it would be a nice uh, end of season cameo or something. Yeah, Isaac, what do you think? Well, it certainly looks weird and fun. I've not actually watched it, but I've seen like when you've been watching it. Uh, but I think it's too far down the line for me to catch up. Really, you can just absorb it as a three season. Yeah, mind bending. If it's like beyond a couple of series, I, I really struggle to catch up with anything. <laughs> so, I think for me, I'll have to, I'll have to just sort of be on the fence for this, just because. I'll never get around to watching it, so it, yeah, I won't be able to. Like I've, I think I've seen like Harry Lloyd. I think I've seen him in something. Like his name does sound familiar. Yeah, and I do enjoy a young Professor Xavier. <laughs> another uh, young Professor Xavier. Another Professor Xavier, yeah. but yeah, I'm not going to watch it. So ultimately, I think it's a certain offence just because. Yeah, oh. no real, no real input. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay. where, where do you sit on Legion, Craig? Uh, Neil before, I'm sure. Neil, Neil, Neil. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Anyway, yeah, it's fine. Uh, so our last topic, um, we'll discuss the James Bond working title, Shatterhand. I don't really have an opinion on this. I don't know the story that's based on. It just seems like another stupid title. Um, I'm interested to see how they're going to get Adele to wrap a lyric around that. Um, I'm sure it wouldn't be Adele this time. It'll be... I don't know, I'm trying to think of a generic pop band that can be played on the radio ad nauseum for the next two years. Uh, James Blunt. Uh, no, he, he's dead. Who knows? No one cares about him. One Direction. There we go. They'll do the next Bond theme and it'll be called Shatterhand. And it'll be... Yeah, I don't know how you get that lyric into a song. But there we I, go. I want to hear it sung in a Scottish accent. <laughs> uh, so I'm voting for Paolo Nutini. Paolo Because <laughs> you can't Please. play other Scottish singers. Yeah, uh, let's get Darius back. Why not the Proclaimers? Proclaimers. <laughs> there we go. The Proclaimers with Shatterhand, the new Bond theme. Ah, I want that. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm going to sit in the fence because I have no idea what they're planning here. I just know it's another Daniel Craig story. It has what's her name in it? Leah Sado. She's going to be in it. Is it the same director as last time? Sure. I think. Whatever. Um, we'll see. I don't know. So we had one good one, one bad one, one good one. One bad one. So we're to a good one. Let's hope. Aaron, can you tell us what you think of uh, this James Bond Shatterhand thing? Uh, oh, I, yeah, actually, I didn't didn't do that one. Sorry, I'm not uh, didn't say anything about that one. All right. Um, on the fence then. Yeah, I'll do. It's a new James Bond film. Fine. Uh, okay. Uh, Isaac, you're bursting to talk about this. So on you. Go. Yeah, because I know what Shatterhand is. Mm-hmm. Cause I really like James Bond books. A lot of people are going to be unhappy. Because it's Blofeld again, <laughs> but it's one of the it's one of the best stories. It's just because Ian Fleming is just an insane man. Uh, but yeah, so the, in the book, uh, Blofeld gives up. Well, he doesn't give up. He he hides away from his Spectre lifestyle after he goes into tatters and becomes Doctor Guntram Shatterhand, which I think is because Ian Fleming thought of a better name for Blofeld and then wanted to use it, uh, and he. He lives in a garden of death, which is in Japan, designed exclusively for the business of suicide. Uh, it's where people can go to kill themselves as the garden contains every dangerous plant and animal in it. 
and James Bond has to infiltrate it and then survive this hell jungle landscape with which just has ordinary people just wandering around waiting for the a snake or bear or spider or mushroom to kill them and yeah and also um Blofeld's been training in the ways of a ninja. So are they going to go in this? <laughs> so it's all hand-to-hand combat. It's, yeah, it's the book is, um, it's the book version of You Only Live Twice. And it's a, it's a, it's amazing. It's wonderful. And I really hope that they're not just using the name for, as a reference and the artist's going to do a story where James Bond has to infiltrate a giant garden of death to fight his old adversary who is now a ninja. So if they do that, I bet you they'll do the, are you going to that garden because you want to stop Shatterhand or are you going because you want to die? That'll be the question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, the um, well, spoiler alert for the book, you only live twice, but the method James Bond uses to uh, take down this ninja that can't be stopped is amazing. It's, because he's got, you know, he's, he's amazing at swords, he's lightning fast and stuff. So James Bond just kills his wife. He just his wife's in the room. Who also is a the wife is like the James Bond woman because like in all these stories, he's really sexist and he just gets to have a woman he wants. So the woman's with her with him. So James Bond kills his wife with a distraction, leaving Blofeld distraught. He just runs over and punches him to death. I really want that's happening. Imagine Christopher Christoph was getting punched to death by Daniel Craig in like a in like a forest of monsters. I'm trying to imagine Christoph Waltz the ninja. Never mind him yeah, being Christoph punched Waltz, to right, so death. Christoph Waltz the ninja. Christoph Waltz the ninja. He's like spent like just all of his time training to become the world's most dangerous ninja assassin, who has to fight James Bond. Who, for also reason, like he also trained with some ninjas because he doesn't use he, like he doesn't take his gun with him or anything. He has to survive like Bear Grylls style in this in this jungle designed to kill everyone. <laughs> I really want. I really want it to be this because it's just insane. Let's <laughs> it, just embrace that, for the last sounds, one. Just go hell for leather. That sounds absolutely crackers, and I think you've convinced me to kneel before it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because if 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 we get Christoph Waltz the ninja, um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to kneel before. <laughs> well, I'm changing my answer because are yeah, you changing? That sounds amazing. Uh, based on the title Shatterhand I was like whatever but the, that description I want to see that film and if I don't get that film I'll be upset so um, I don't know who to blame for that the filmmakers for not making that film or Isaac for setting me up for that film they were never going to make I'll blame someone at the time we'll see Andrew what do you think? I think as a, a name it's completely, it's completely daft and I'm I'm positive it's only it's only only going to be a, work, a working title because as I I would be very very surprised if if the the resultant film like was was actually actually called Shatterhand. Yeah, they would never it, call something the Quantum of Solace, would they? Yeah, because yeah, because 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 like because for, for one for one thing like uh, sounds like a, a comic book anti-hero from the mid nineties. <laughs> what I'm suspecting will, will end up happening is that we will not get. We will not get the, the wonderfully mental film that that Isaac so so so, lo- 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 so lovingly promised us. Damn me for getting our hopes up. 
Um, because that, that just sounds sounds like uh, far too much fun for the current in, in, incarnation of Bond, who is mopey miserable the whole time. And I think that Shatterhand was chosen as a working title purely for its fairly e- easily easily researchable link to the You Only Live Twice novel, and thereby uh, giving uh, giving people uh, something to talk and speculate about for the next film without them actually actually having to tell people anything or make any kind of promises. So overall, um I'm kinda I'm kind I'm kinda like on, on on the fence just 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 purely because over the last few years I've kind of become a bit indifferent to James Bond. Because like it's something like something like I'll I'll watch I'll watch it when it comes out, but I'm over getting excited about it. Fair enough. Yeah, cool. So I think we've covered enough topics for one day. Um, we ended on a high with uh, Christoph Waltz as a ninja, so that's great. And his now hearing death. from the time now, now hearing <laughs> from the time machine just sounds like he doesn't like anything. <laughs> you know, just, what do you think of this Bond film, Aaron? Yes, well, nothing. <laughs> it's like, uh, um, Aaron had to leave, and we recorded his bit early. Magic of editing. Woo. Oh, anyway. did we? Yeah. Anyway, Chris, what are the scores? All right, are you, are you are you what what are you wanting? Are you wanting uh, from the bottom to the top? Are you wanting the the best and the worst? What you what you want? Let's say go from bottom to top. Bottom to top. Okay, uh, with a unanimous uh, rising against at the bottom, we have got Night Flyers uh, at uh, minus. That was minus five overall for that one. <laughs> uh, minus three Roswell. Uh, minus three, the Aladdin trailer. Also minus three was the Lion King trailer. Fast and the Furious franchise, minus two. <laughs> Resident Evil movies, minus one. Men in Black 4 trailer, minus one. Netflix Marvel cancellations, minus one. Uh, because no one took a vote on anything, the Oscars, zero. <laughs> Sunny in Philadelphia, one point. Frozen, two, one point. Yesterday trailer, one point. And then we get into a lot of twos. So we've got Doom Patrol on two. Uh, the one that Andrew mentioned at the beginning that I could not quite pick up the name of. Siempre Bruja. Yep, okay, that's two. <laughs> You're going to have to send me the spelling of that, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I was I'll going never to. find it. <laughs> um, we have got the new old film based on Ghostbusters film. That's two. Uh, no Affleck, new Batman and Batman Noir is on two. Uh, Star Trek Discovery on free, Good Omens on free, and James Bond Shatterhand is free. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon free is four. <laughs> uh, we have got Hobbs and Shaw with four points, uh, Detective Pikachu with four points, Legion Season Three with four points, and then finally at the very, 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 very top, we've got Final Space with five points and Umbrella Academy with five points. There we go. Our completely pointless scoring system. Yeah. Is, if, is if, if you if you want to know, we kneeled more than we rose against. So fifty-seven kneel befores, nineteen rises against, and thirty-one sitting on the fence. So we sat on the fence more than anything. Uh, we sat on the fence more than we rose against, but we knelt before more. All right. Okay. That's interesting. We're quite a positive bunch. Ish. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> So on that note, I think we should wrap up. Uh, our next podcast should, I say should, be Captain Marvel. Because that's out next week, uh, as of time of recording. So we'll get something in the diary for that. Exciting times. Another Marvel movie. 
Uh, big things coming up. We have um, Star Wars Day isn't far away. Alien Day isn't far away. Uh, Star Trek Day is even closer. Um, that's about it. End Game. We'll have some kind of pre-end game content that's Marvel related that's not Captain Marvel. Here's me selling all this stuff that, uh, yeah, that, that we don't... You're, you're going to be busy recording all this, Craig. I know, just talking to I myself, th- putting on voices. I think we're all having time off. <laughs> you had time off, you had a month off. And then some... Anyway, so, Andrew, thank you for being here and discussing nothing. Is it what, what amounted to nothing? Uh, with with her nothing topics. Well, I'm I am very happy happy to be here and share my emptiness with everybody else. <laughs> Aaron, thanks for being here. Check it out. Chris, thanks for being here to discuss nothing. I enjoyed putting my nothing into the empty void. That sounds really dirty. I don't know if I should bleep that, but <laughs> I won't. Uh, Isaac, thank you for being here in the next room. Yeah. Yeah. The magic of the next room. Yeah. The next room. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. (laughs) Way. Appreciation for the first time ever. Thank you all for coming. And next time we'll actually talk about something. So that was our discussion about things that have been going on. If you like what you heard, then please do hit that subscribe button on iTunes, YouTube, or any major podcasting app. iTunes users, please do leave us a star rating and a comment to show us that all important love. We do need it. If you want to discuss this podcast or anything else, then you can contact us on Facebook or Twitter under Neil Before Blog, or leave us a comment under neilbeforeblog.co.uk. As always, we hope you'll join us on the next Neil Before Pod. (laughs) 